Welcome to the greatest spectacle seen around the world. Come on! Tonight, every night, we face our enemies. Let's go! All the gold is up for grabs. Tonight! Always keep your eye on the prize. I'm a beast. What's up? Cool Truth, Pillar to Post. We're back, baby. It's me. It's the one and only Joe White, the internet radio sensation. What is up, my brother? How are you? I'm going to give you a little mad dog here. (laughs) Good evening, everybody. I love it. WrestleMania, WrestleMania 37, night one. We're going to give you a little post-show action here, just the two of us. We'll have the whole band tomorrow. But uh, you and I have been talking throughout the show, and we're both fired up, so we figured we'd jump on the air and break down night one. Um, somebody put uh, McMahon has... We, I just told you, somebody put McMahon has his groove back, y'all, and I'm like, I wouldn't go that far. It was a solid... I'll, I'll give the show an eight. I'll give the show an honest eight. Uh, I think the fucking... I think the... the, the uh, the rain at the beginning, I don't know if it helped it or not, to be honest with you. I mean, I, there, there's really no way of knowing if it helped, yeah. but it Dude, def- I don't think I, did, I don't think it hurt it, though, either. You know, I, I was, like, it, I don't know if it, like, helped it, but I don't like I wasn't sitting here like, oh, man, only if the fucking rain didn't come. You know what I mean? Like, once it got started, like the first match and you brought this up. Why are they? Why are the announcers standing? And then when they went outside the ring, you could see the water. And then it's like, didn't I, you think to put the? I was telling um, I was telling the missus, I says, you know, they probably put the announce table right there where that damn tent, the canopy. So everything that ran off it probably ran onto the table. Just the fans that had to sit right there, they come back, they're just getting dumped on. <laughs> right, right. And, and and here's the thing too, like. I would say after the Mandy Rose slip, which we'll get to, it, it's <laughs> almost like after that happened, like you almost forgot about, you know, the rain. And I think everything kind of dried up and it was back to normal. Funny, funny thing. Um, the rain came and they're telling well, a couple things here. They're telling the fans, you can hear Justin Roberts or not Justin Roberts, Greg Hamilton, whoever the fucking thing is. Ladies See difference. Yeah, they sound the same. Everybody sounds the same because they're all WWE robots. But um, yep. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please, we have a weather delay, please vacate to the outer covered concourse. And the, the first time they did it, on the, I guess right before the pre-show, there was people on Twitter showing that the stadium was empty. The fans did what they were told to do, and then they invited them to come Actually, back. Um, before the pre-show started, this was probably at like 6.30, Edwards had sent me a picture. And it was like Rainamania or something. I'm like, yep. you're fucking kidding so, me. And he like sent me a picture and I, he it's like dark skies, like nobody in the stadium. Like, I'm like, is that not the most 2020, 2021 shit you could ever fucking imagine? I would have been like, man, that's mother nature. And if there is a God, that's him telling you guys that he just does not want y'all to gather for rest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I will say that a couple things here, everybody's calling it WrestleMania on Twitter. Um, but then the second time around, um, when they announced that there were the rain delay and they were on the pre-show or at the very start of the show, they announced that rain delay, you notice fans, they pan to the crowd and it's like the fans are sitting there going, I'm not fucking leaving my seat. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm guessing it's like, like I've been at baseball games before where the you're lightning. sitting there and you like it's it's not raining, but you're watching like the grounds cool ground crew grounds crew like get prepared and you're like something's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like it's like four minutes later, it's like. Gush! I think that's probably what it was where they were like sitting there like, oh, we, we already left our seats once. Now we're back at our seats. Vince came out the whole thing and now we're clearing the seats again. Like it was just weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they were probably just watching the radar and probably like and it, but my my one question is, though, why did they do like Vince and America the Beautiful and everything and then clear to like you would have thought they would have saw that coming and just been like let's hold off here completely and let's just stay with the panel. You know what I mean? I guarantee you when the opening video was playing, which was awesome and funny as hell, I think with the two announcers doing the voiceover deal. Yeah. 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 And they use the same guys that they used last year. And they're like, let's continue from last year. That was great. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they kind of made it like a continuation of what they were doing last year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that while that was playing, it started fucking pouring down raining. So it could be. I mean, you know, because well, yeah, because when they went back to Cole and the other guy, they were like in fucking ponchos. Yeah. Um, that chick that they had sing the America the Beautiful, Babe Rexia, Rexa. I, I didn't even see. I didn't notice her face. Was she pretty? Oh God, dude! <laughs> Goddamn, she was got that cow. She was wearing skin tight leather. She was wearing like a skin tight leather fucking cat suit, and it was just. <sighs> <sighs> Anyway, um, <laughs> another thing that I noticed on Twitter. I'm surprised they showed that on the cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man. NXT on, uh, <laughs> on um, Wednesday, I had um, my daughter's boyfriend came over for dinner. And after we ate dinner, we, we retired to the living room here at the uh, Castle Joe. and <laughs> the, the white compound. <laughs> White compound, yeah. Why got to be the white compound? Damn. Anyway. It sounds so racist. <laughs> uh, Castle Day Whitey. Um, 
<laughs> so we retired in the living room and I jokingly I looked I was like ah time to turn on my cock and he looked at me like what the fuck and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and he's like oh okay and he kind of I got him into wrestling a little bit so yeah. he's, he's sitting there watching a little bit of NXT with me and it's it's always crazy watching you know newer fans because he really you know if it's on he'll really get into it so um one more thing, and then we could get into the actual show, I guess. Uh, I noticed somebody put on Twitter, when, <laughs> it's so goddamn funny, it says, Vince McMahon, be like, and it shows the clip from Forrest Gump, where they're on the goddamn shrimping boat, and Lieutenant Dan is like, real, real fucking drunk up in the crow's nest of the shrimp boat, and it's pouring down rain, and it's a hurricane, and he's looking up at the sky going, you call this a storm? You'll never sink this boat. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something Vince would do. <laughs> Goddamn, pal. <laughs> you call this a storm? You call this a storm, pal. I, I eat a storm for breakfast, pal. I did a waterfall at, Res- at Royal Rumble 2003 that was better than this. <laughs> Hogan could backstroke through this storm, pal. Even with his broken hip, <laughs> I got a, I got a billion dollar cock, pal. Yeah, Hogan. You know he he co-hosts the show, which they didn't do anything. They didn't really do anything. <laughs> no, compared to what past hosts have done. I mean, I thought the New Day did a did a far better job a couple years ago. Um, I, I would. The host thing is weird. Um, I almost wish they wouldn't call it that. I mean. Here's here's I think here's my problem with it at this point. Although you're right, the new day did do a good job, and it was after this, but after Austin Rock and and um, Hogan in the ring at thirty, yeah. you're never going to top that. <laughs> they, um, but the the host thing, people are you know Hogan is there with Titus O'Neil, so Titus O'Neil is either either he's willing to make a you know he's willing to accept the the apology from Hogan. Or he's just doing it because it's something. Oh, I, I was hoping he'd just cold cock him. <laughs> well, I noticed on Twitter, every time Hogan appeared on the screen, people were like, oh, Hogan's on time. <laughs> something to drink. Hogan's on time to go get something to eat. There's still a lot of people out there that will, that refuse to watch his ass. And I'm just like, you know what? It's not even about the racist thing to me. It's that he's just too goddamn old and played out, you know? Listen to me, Brother T. I like you. Just don't bang my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Um, um, I mean, listen. Um, these are always sensitive issues. Um, everybody's going to take it a different way, especially now. I don't know, man. I think I think you're I think you're more onto something. I, I hate to say it, but I think just the Hogan acts just tired, dude. You know what I mean? Like we've how many damn years have we've gone through this? I'll I'll be honest with you. I got a bigger pop out of watching him walk out with the fucking NWO title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I actually like enjoyed that more. Um and I mean it, he's it, you're this old guy who who's obviously aged. I mean, of course. <laughs> the mother nature uh you know, it's it's Whoa. just time. And he him coming out with, you know, even flexing or whatever, it it's never gonna be like it was. So I know. Listen, some I guess people still like to see him. 
but I think you're going to get the other side where it's like this is this act is kind of tiresome. I almost feel that way with Flair a little bit now too. When I see Flair, I'm almost like, you know what, dude? I don't know. Like, quit embarrassing yourself. Yeah, That's, yeah. I get, dude. Quit embarrassing yourself. And you know, just just to be fair, because I, you know, this kind of thing will come up because we did a lot on Sting going to AEW. The difference with Sting is, <laughs> I just feel like Sting never had that. Um, you know, he a you know, WCW, he never had a real WWE run. Um, although his TNA years are great, nobody's gonna compare that to WWE years. I don't I don't love what they're doing with Sting right now in AEW. I really don't, but at the same time is like him coming in and it being a big deal. I just think it was a big deal for him and for fans who wanted to just wanted to get that lasting moment. And he looks better than Hogan. Yeah, he hasn't had 15 back surgeries and hip surgeries. He's younger than Hogan. He's will he you know the face paint covers up the crow's feet all around the eyes and the wrinkles. Yeah, but, but man, but, and think about it, bro. You know, to be fair too, when Hogan was you know Mister Fucking you know yeah uh, TNA and really just a talker, he wasn't working matches with the whole Bully Ray thing. Sting was wrestling then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I equate that to, you know, Hogan is older than Sting. So I equate Sting's TNA years and maybe even the AW, AEW years to when St- when Hogan came back in 2001 and 2 for WWE and had WWE the- NWO run where he faced the rock or faced the rock and everything and well, Vince. He faced the rock, he faced Vince. Yeah. He- he faced Brock. He jobbed to Brock. He did the whole yeah. Mr. America thing, you know, yeah. right up to WrestleMania 19 and all that mess. So I give him that's that's kind of like where Sting is or was in TNA. Um, but man, you can't you can't talk about AEW's booking and you can't talk about their use of blood or else you're hurling seven insults at once at Tony Khan. And I don't care. Did you read that shit? Uh, I, I, I didn't cause I just don't care, dude. I, I, I don't care. I, I'm going to, I'm going to comment on the show the way I want to. I don't care. Like well, Tony no. Khan's feelings don't matter to me. Tony's talking to Mike Johnson from PW insider. One of these wrestling, uh, dirt sheets that clamor around him. Mike jo- at these damn shows going, great job, great job, great job. But the thing oh, is, yeah, they this- suck his ass. Well, no, they weren't <laughs> sucking his ass here, man. I mean, I did a whole video on this shit. And it's gotten actually pretty damn good views. But they ask him about the blood and the booking. And mm-hmm. Tony Khan immediately, immediately gets goes sensitive. Defensive. It gets sensitive and goes on. Well, he, his exact quote was, all Mike Johnson asked him was, what about those who criticize the booking and the use of blood? Because Dave Scher, who owns PW Insider, has criticized the use of blood and the booking of AEW, you know, they're not like Meltzer who kissed their ass. So the second somebody asks him about so, his booking... Sorry, one second, though. What's the what's the criticism with the use of blood? Too much of it? They don't want to use it at all. They feel like it's I disagree. Asset. I disagree with I that. I disagree with it, too. If it, I mean, you can have it in a controlled environment, but you got to admit, they've done it a lot here. They lately. have done it a lot. I think, I think blood is a time and place. So... Um, if you're, if you're going to tell me that Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa are going to have that match with no blood, you're fucking crazy. But they, That's they, insane. They, when he asked him about the booking, 
and the blood in that same question, Tony Khan like kind of interrupts him and is like, well, you're kind of hurling seven different insults at me at once. And, and <laughs> Mike Johnson's like, I don't mean to insult you, but the questions are out there. The fans yeah. are asking these questions or whatever. And he goes, I mean, just watch my video on it, folks, if you're on my channel, YouTube. Yeah, channel. I got to I got to check it. I got to check out the whole thing for sure. I mean, well, here, here's the thing I would say, though, if you're if you're Tony Khan. If you're the one putting yourself out there, you're the one doing these interviews, you're the one doing these press conferences, you're the one putting yourself out there. So when you do that, you have to take both sides of it. He expects it to be like access media. Hey, I well, give he's you another one of these blue check mark fucking idiots on Twitter who who think they're fucking elite bullshit and they should never be questioned and never be criticized and everything else. And that's if you put yourself out there, you're going to you need to understand you're going to get the other side of it. Dude, Vince has been getting crushed for years and he's been getting accolades for years as well. And Vince I mean Views. Vince just Vince just gets it better. I'm sorry, he just does. Vince Vince doesn't do interviews very often, and when he does, look at what he did with Costas years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's well, I mean, a- he doesn't right. He doesn't do it a lot. He doesn't. And, and 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 listen, he's not a dummy. I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows when he's being criticized. I'm sure he knows when he's getting accolades. But I I don't think he. I don't think it's a major deal for him. Like I don't think. I don't think he does anything with his show based on criticism or accolades. But I think Khan will. If he's not doing it already, he will. Because if he's, if he's that sensitive to it, he will. And it kind of plays into this, almost what The Undertaker was talking about with this like pussy-ass video game locker room wrestler, you know, dorks. Khan is the epitome of that, but as the top guy, the booker, the owner, whatever. Yep, I, and I think that uh, can you still hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. So I think too is that you know, for once, this nerdy-looking motherfucker who was probably beat up on, or, or he probably went to a private school, he's born with a silver spoon coming out of his ass. You know, he's never had to want for any fucking thing. This, <laughs> and when he finally, you know, doesn't get a pat on the back or gets questioned about something. He doesn't know how to take it. He can't, you know, and that's, you got to have thick skin when you're a booker and in this business, you got to, well, I mean, when you're booker of the year, you, you're, you know, everything, right? I mean, I, I mean, this, this has clearly gone to his head. Let's be honest here. It's into so much shit, man, that fucking, like I said, he's the booker of the fucking year yet. He can't take any criticism about the booking. How, <laughs> you know, and I think there's something going on with him and Meltzer because Khan's been doing a lot of interviews lately but he ain't done shit with Meltzer since he came on their little award show. Um, and Meltzer has been more criti- you know, more critical of AEW in the recent days. Um, this week oh, alone. Did you, um, I, did you hear my show? I did a solo show the other day. Did you hear it? No, I haven't. Okay. I, yeah, it, I, I, just, I just did it the other day. Um, it was after night two of NXT. I did a solo show. But uh, part of the show, I was doing ratings. And we'll get the we'll get the mania guys. I just want to get this out quick. I'm right. sorry. Um, fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no problem. I mean, listen, it's I think it's an interesting conversation anyway. Um I did I did a I did a big thing on ratings and not just like the overall rating we talked about or we I talked about all those demographics and the re- and the, this is the thing i i just want to clarify too for people who are listening because a couple people broke my balls which is fine i don't care it's fun um 
I bring up the demographics and all those demos because that's what AEW does. Yep. I'm not bringing it up. I'm not. I'm not bringing it up to defend AEW. When I when I said that AEW won the key demographic, I only said it one, and they use that as. And my point in bringing up the demographics was, yes, they still won those demographics, but those demographics are are clearly half of what they were six months ago. Yeah. So they're losing. Like, and my my whole my whole point to the ratings talk was. The wrestling ratings are going down consistently. The overall viewership is slowly dropping again, but the demographics are also going to shit for them, which is not good. And that's basically what I was talking about. Just to clarify, because I don't know that I clarified that uh, specifically. You know, and and uh, somebody did a video about, or uh, no, Dave Scher from PW Insider did an article a couple weeks ago. I did a video on it. Even Jim Cornette did a video on it, talking about how, AEW fans are too sensitive, and as long and the second you throw them any criticism, they jump on your shit. But yet, you know, and the ratings are falling. But yet, TNT is supposedly happy. They're telling them not to do surprises and shit anymore. But they're happy with the ratings, I guess. So, you know why? Network. You know, you don't do anything but replay old movies and episodes of Charmed and Super Fucking Natural all day. This is the reason is. Every Wednesday, they know they're going to be in top 10 on cable with AEW at 8 o'clock. Yep. From 8 to 10, they're going to be in the top 10 with AEW so far. Even on the bad weeks, they don't slip from there because when they rate, and, and this is, again, why we bring up the demographic. I hate to beat the dead horse. The reason you bring up the demographic, because how they rate that top 10, or they actually, it's the top 50. If you look up the overnight cable rating and you look up the top 50, it's based on the 18 to 49 P rating, the advertiser rating. I know this is fucking people are like, whatever, I don't care. I want to see the overall viewership. But the bottom line is this cable ratings go by 18 to 49 P. And that's how they that's how they judge it. And AEW has consistently been between like three and seven in the in the overall ranking every week since they started. And TNT is half the time they're not even on the list. So except, that's why they're getting away with this. I mean, even the, in the NBA, I was going to say, except maybe the NBA, but the NBA's crowd is, you know, they're, they're average. It's not the same. I mean, again, uh, they're still up where they're, they're still up where they should be. The oh, Here's the problem. The overall cable ratings are down across the board anyway, because of so, there's so much streaming. So many people binge watch Netflix. We all, we all know the stuff everybody watches. So everybody's looking at these cable ratings, and but my thing is, if you look at where they were three or four years ago, how many people were watching wrestling, take, take out the demographics, take out everything. Go back four years ago and look how many people were watching Raw and SmackDown. It was a lot more people than are watching wrestling now. Now, is somebody going to tell me that because of Hulu... And because of the cock and because of the, the WWE network before that, the WWE ratings are naturally lower because of all those streaming services. I might buy it for them, but I'm not buying it for AEW for this reason. Dynamite's pretty much on. T- you have to watch it on TNT or, or you're streaming it. You're streaming it on a cable 
type streaming um, asset or you DVR it. And all of that's taken into account. So there's no like secret rating that nobody's looking at for AEW. It is what it, they're getting what they're getting. That makes me wonder something. If I'm in my living room watching AEW and my, you know, my son is in his room watching it on a tablet. Oh, because it goes by household. See, and that's another thing. Is my household measured or is it still limited to who fills out those fucking Nielsen diaries? No, I think I, I think. I, I the technology's there. If they if they can calculate based on who's DVRing it, they can calculate if you're. You know what I'm saying? Like you you on your cable plan. If two people are watching it at the same time, they're going to be able to know that. And also, are the DVR numbers factored into that overnight rating? Because those DVR they numbers, are there. But the thing is, the DVR numbers. Are good as long as you watch that program. If I want take it and tape it on a Wednesday, and I watch it within seven days, then that is counted into the overall rating. But nobody wants to look at that. They want to look at those ratings that come out Thursday at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about it a week later once the seven day DVR numbers are factored in. And so those- all right, all right. So before we move on to media, let me ask you this. So, so do we do we as fans podcasters whatever people who talk about this uh, should we be less interested in the ratings or more interested in the ratings or should but basically what i'm asking is because because it's so different should i even be comparing to how it was in 2015 to now and the reason i did that was it was it was based on conversations edwards and i had back in 2015 and we were saying like those remember those weeks where it'd be like Raw dipped down to a 2.9, and everybody's like, Oh my god, it went under three. I can't believe Raw under th- yeah. went under three. And me and Edwards would do these shows, and we're like, Dude, could you imagine if it dips under a two? What would Vince do? Yeah. And now, fast forward to now, and you say, What would Vince do? And, and the answer is nothing, he just okay. keeps doing what he's doing. He's why they <laughs> have to do they don't have to do anything. And now, they, it's- well, their whole business model is different now. I get it, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's all based on TV rights numbers. They just got a billion dollars, I think it was, to go on Peacock. So yeah, yeah. You know, well, I mean, that's I, I listen. Billion dollars go on Peacock. They're going to start having live crowds again. Uh, merchandise sales, you know, publicly traded company. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, the, I mean, they're in it. They really are in a different world where AEW is. I get that part of it, but I, to your point. <laughs> I just feel like, and I feel this way about NXT a little bit too. I feel like AEW has like this cult following. They have that six hundred to seven hundred thousand viewers that are going to watch it every week, and NXT has it. And every now and then you'll get a little casual interest, and every now and then you won't. But they're still going to get their six hundred to seven hundred thousand a week. The only thing is, how do you grow your audience that way? I told you guys from the start. You're going to get this fucking, this hardcore level of fans that watch BTE and who watch their shit from New Japan and, and they're going to follow them over and that's all you're going to get. Well, but, but, but to be fair though, they're getting a lot more viewers on TNT than they are on being the elite. Oh yeah. No, no doubt. But the thing is, it's still that hardcore fan base. Like I said, that's going to yeah, tune. Yeah. I that, even, that part I agree with. Million. I even said back in the day, maybe they'll crack a million viewers. But that's all very rarely. (laughs) I mean, look at okay. You talk about that eighteen to forty nine demographic when they had Shaq on. Their tar their demographic 
went up in age. You had the 50-year-olds tuning in, okay? The next week, they went. They lost 200,000 viewers the next week. Granted, they were all older fans, but you know what that shows me? They didn't retain them because the rest of the booking was shit. Yeah, no, they didn't retain Well, you had, you had two things going against you. The rest of the, the rest of the booking was shit. And I'm sure, I'm sure you got some casual viewers for fan, casual viewers for Shaq. And you also had the fucking fiasco with the non-exploding ring. Yep. And really their demographics since then, their overall and demographics have not been good since then. Here's what I'm you- wondering. And, and they got a lot of buys on that. That was probably their most bought pay-per-view by a lot. I'm wondering if they turned a lot of people off with that one. Here's what changes now, though. You kind of got to throw everything that's happened the last two years out the window now because now they're going to be unopposed every yeah. single week. So will NXT. Meltzer and everybody else are thinking that the audiences are going to go up because the fans don't have to choose. Mother I don't know about that. The fans have never had to choose because of those you- DVR numbers. Somebody held and up the, a- and, the, and the network and everything else. I agree with you. I, dude, I don't, think, I don't think it's going to go up that much. I so- think the same amount of people are going to watch. Somebody held a sign up this week at AEW that was like the sole survivor of the Wednesday night wars. Motherfucker, it's never been a goddamn war. It's never been a war. How is it a war when I can watch one, record the other, you both get a rating point out of it because of the fact that I've watched it within 24 hours. How is it a war? Not not only that. It's their it's WWE's third show. It's yep. their C show. <laughs> what do you like? I mean, it... <laughs> but I don't get how this was ever a fucking war when you can get it's not the- a war. It never was and never it never is and it never will be. It's not like it was in WCW's days where you unless you had a real you know, knew what the fuck you were doing with your VCR. What what it, was what was WWE's deal with Fox to put SmackDown on? Wasn't it like one point five billion? Yeah. Okay. So in, so in the last two years, Vince McMahon has made a deal for one point five billion for SmackDown and one billion for his streaming service. Game over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? Why? I mean, honestly, why are we even? Why are we even talking about this? It's not. It's. It's not a competition. It's not close. AEW, as presently constructed, is never going to compete with WWE. Nope. Never. Now never. here's the thing. I was thinking in the back of my head. Okay. Now that they've, you know, they think they won this war, or whatever. Would they ever? <laughs> Would they ever dare? Because Raw is drawing such a low fucking rating. White House brings this up too. I know where you're going with this. Dare to go back on Monday nights? They're not going to go on Friday nights. But would they ever dare to try to go on Monday nights? I don't. I mean, they could. They're going to be. They're they're going to be stupid to do it. And here's why. I'll give you. I'll give you two reasons. If you look at all those demos, Raw crushes AEW and all those demos, and Raw on Monday night. It gets one, two, three because Raw's. I don't. The way they do the Raw rating, if you ever looked at it, it's by hour. Yep. So every Monday, if you look at the cable ratings, Raw's in the top five, and it's usually most of the time one, two, and three. And AEW is not beating that. So good luck. I, <laughs> that's a lot of arrogance to try. Go. Ahead. I mean, listen. If you if you think you could do it, go ahead. But I don't think it's a good idea. 
let's uh let's get back to mania i'm sorry yeah yeah no we're yeah let's get to mania but no i mean this stuff's fun to talk about the thing i mean we're gonna do we're we're also gonna do the bulk of mania you know with the other guys tomorrow too we'll we'll break down tonight but i'm sure those guys are gonna have some thoughts about i mean night one also bring up the AEW thing because you know tony khan clearly can't take criticism the Young Bucks clearly can't take criticism because after they turn heel, and I don't know whether it was a work or not, they put on Twitter, please don't be negative in our mentions or else we'll go away again. Pretty much is what they said. I'm like, quit being fucking snowflakes. This whole company's ran by a bunch of millennial fucking SJ. Don't be negative. How about put a good product on? How yeah. about that? Dude, aren't we supposed to be negative towards you? You're a fucking heel. Thank God you're not back in the day, back in the 70s and early 80s, where they were giving you fucking death threats and stabbing you. You're trying to stab you on the way to the fucking ring. Okay? I was try- I, w- I was actually trying to give them a chance, and I was actually liking what Matt Jackson was doing, you know, being the conflicted baby face. And they, and they, I mean, they don't even waste time trashing their storylines. I mean, let's move on to mania. Cause it's just, we could spend all night. And Probably. If, if they're, if they're going to be so sensitive about everything, like I, I, I'll continue to crush you. I have no problem. Like I said, it, I said it on the show the other day. Sometimes I like when it's bad. Cause there's more to talk about. The thing about the young bucks is, is that, you know, they've done flip flop. On them turning heel and babyface so many times. There was times where they were throwing money at Khan and super kicking yep. rats. And we, doing yeah, we, dude, we did a ton of shows on it. We got to be babyfaces because if we turn heel, our pro wrestling tees merchandise will go away. That's what it That's, is. Remember when they, were, when they were throwing the money on Khan and doing all that crap? I said they're not going to go all the way heel because they're trying to sell their fucking book. And then they went babyface for a little while. Now they joined back up with Omega and are going heel. The problem is those 800,000 people that watch every fucking week, they are going to cheer. I've always said it. The Young Bucks and Omega could be out there killing puppies and babies in the middle of that ring. They're going to cheer. You know? Well, they did get booed pretty hard, though, on Raw, on, on, on Dynamite this week, the Young Bucks. Yeah, well, here's what kills me. How much of that was the fans in attendance, and how much of that was the marks around ringside who I, were? Being I mean, that was. Wrestling. I mean, unless I don't know. I listen. I don't know the mic situation because the fans are five thousand yards away, which I bring up all the time, which is fucking stupid. But uh, it was a universal booing. <laughs> I didn't hear a lot of cheers, but I mean, I, listen. I mean, honestly, does it even matter? I mean, they could be babies again next week, and it, like they're never going to do anything good. Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I, I have friends of mine that I go to ROH shows with, and we're all like, "Dude, what fucking happened to these guys?" I'm so sick of them. The fans. What happened to the whole? We're gonna put them in groups of six and space them apart and make you wear a mask the entire fucking show. Where <laughs> mania? Yeah, there, there was. Talk- they're gonna. Be I heard that bullshit pins. too. They're gonna be placed in pins. Of like six or more, or or at least at at maximum six, and they were you know you had to wear a mask every fucking where you went, even when you were in your seat, just like New Japan. There, there was people on Twitter complaining about people. I mean, I mean, dude, I mean, let's be honest here. What, what do you want? What do you want them to do? Do you, do you really want to have ten thousand security guards fucking yelling at people to put fucking masks up every, put your fucking mask up every fucking second? I walked into the fucking grocery store without mine by accident the other day. 
And I got fucking chastised by three people that worked at the grocery store the second I walked in the door. Wear yeah. 100% mask, and if you can't wear one, or if you don't have one, we'll give you one. And if you don't want right. to wear one, you need to get out of here. So It's funny you brought this up, because I was sitting I was sitting here, and I was seeing some of the, the same stuff on social media you're talking about, specifically to WrestleMania tonight. And I, I saw it. Oh super spreaders and how did why do they have all these people and why aren't they spread out more and blah 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 listen 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 people people if you don't like it don't watch if you don't like it don't go i mean get over yourselves already and what is it it? people are going to live their lives right now it's there's a lot of people that are over this shit get over it get over it they're there is no evidence that any of these outdoor events have caused these big super spreaders. I keep hearing this bullshit. It never happens. It, whether it's Trump rallies or NASCAR events or baseball games or fucking mostly peaceful protests. Everything that happens outside, there was a super spreader. Everybody on the beach is going to wait. Listen, in Spain, this is the truth. In Spain, they signed into law this week that you have to wear a mask outside at all times, even when you're fucking swimming. I mean, are you kidding me? What are we doing here? Get over the fucking masks. Who cares? I, I, I got to be honest with you. I was watching WrestleMania tonight, and I wasn't keeping count of how many people had masks on or didn't have masks on because I don't fucking care because it didn't affect me at all when I'm sitting on my fucking exactly. chair in the living room. You know, it doesn't affect what's going on in the ring. The people in the ring are not going to catch it. And if I heard people saying, why are they so close to the workers? They could all get sick. Do you? My guess would be, I don't, and I don't know this to be fact, but WWE is smart enough to know that they don't want to have an outbreak in their roster right now, right when they're just getting back to having fans. If you if you had a very close seat to that area, my guess is you were either vaccinated or you or you passed the test. I'm just I, that would be my guess. I could be wrong. I'm I'm not speaking to know. I'm just using common sense. And we don't know how many people in that crowd are vaccinated. We don't know which of the wrestlers are vaccinated. And quite frankly, it's none of it's outside. It's outside. I mean, it's none of my business. Who's vaccinated and who's not, or who's wearing a mask. and who's 80,000 seat football stadium with 25,000 people. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so fucking stupid, man. You know, the wrestlers, all the wrestlers, which granted, they, they take COVID tests practically daily with that company. They Mm -hmm. all, out onto the stage, which I hated, but you know, they 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 weren't standing six feet apart. They weren't wearing fucking. I mean, they, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. I did I did notice that they weren't like they weren't like right next to each other either. No, though. Not like they. Well, it's a huge fucking stage, you right? Do. But uh, but they did spread out a little bit. And I hate and, it. And, and, and I mean, who cares? I mean, I, I mean, obviously they spread out a little bit. Who cares? They weren't wearing masks. Who cares? We all know they're tested. I. I <laughs> hated the fact that they came out like that because it's like, I'm a ring gear mark, and they always do special ring gear for Wrestlemania, most of them do. And you're seeing it before. You're seeing it, and it's like, no. You know what I think it is, bro, and I think this is like a good way to get into Wrestlemania? I think that, and I did expect this going in, I was thinking about it today, and I kind of expected it, them performing in front of fans for the first time in a long time. I think it juiced a lot of them up. I really think so. I oh, think yeah. honestly, I think it juiced. I, 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 Vince pumped me up when Vince came out and he he did his little his speech about having fans back in the last year and all that other stuff. I honestly think he was juiced up too. 
And you know what kills me too? It made this show so much better. And I know you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but you got to admit it did. You didn't have all them motherfuckers from other countries <laughs> sticking their guns. You can't. You can't. You can't help yourself, can you? No, I can't. I enjoyed this show so much better than any other show, any ADW show or anything else, because you didn't have people singing along. You didn't have people <laughs> holding up their shoes. You didn't. You know have- why? Because half the crowd was fucking indie wrestler marks yep. that are indie wrestlers who are wrestling marks. <laughs> Yeah, how, I mean, how many GCW shirts did you see in that crowd? <laughs> it was a different crowd, and I, I know they had um, close to the ring. I, I, you know, at one point they showed Bianca Belair's family. Um, I'm wondering if there were people around the ring who had family who they knew they were tested or vaccinated, and that's why they got those close spots. I, I mean, it just, I, I can't wait till we could stop talking about this. Like it. Jesus, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't wait till they're like 80% of the country's vaccinated and yeah. the other 20% probably had it, probably have antibodies. They're fucking, they're fine. It, it, I'm just so fucking sick of hearing about this fucking virus and masks. I, I'm done. And, and what they don't realize is that, you know, they're going right back to the fucking Thunderdome tomorrow night. Uh, what was where this- though? The Yingling Center at the University of Tampa or some shit so like that. So they built another Thunderdome? They just carted the same one. That all the video screens and shit, they just moved it from one arena to the other. Well, one side down to the other. Why don't they run it like they did NXT where you have like some fans and some you because, know, okay, boards? Okay, that's why, and you're going to disagree with this, and you're going to say it doesn't matter. Because if one person does happen to get sick from being in attendance at that show... They're going to catch so much shit for it in the press. Why, why don't they? Okay. So let's say that's the case. Why don't they worry about that with NXT? I think because NXT, they're all friends and family of the wrestlers. They're not letting fans in. They're all friends and family of the wrestlers. Are they wrestlers themselves that are in their amateur class that nobody has ever seen yet? All right. So here, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put this out here publicly on, on these airwaves. Next week, after the UFC runs Jacksonville, 15,000 fans, when we when we see that it's not a super spreader, can we all stop being little bitches about being you know fans? You're going to have to wait until at least 14 days after. No, no, I get no, I get it. I get it. You know, the, the period, everything got to wait. Yeah, I get it. No, when when you had it, I don't know if this happened to you up in Connecticut, but when when I had it, I tested positive the day after I tested positive. The Virginia Department of Health was calling my house, asking me where I had been in the last 14 days, who I was in contact with the last 14 days, what buildings I had walked into in the last 14 days. Yeah, it's their contract contact tracing contract bullshit. Tracing. And yeah. if everybody's fucking smart, they won't mention WrestleMania. You know? But you're going to have them motherfuckers out there that go, I went to WrestleMania. I went to Game Changer Wrestling. I mean, maybe you didn't catch one of these fucking. But but none of these, none of these events have. This is the problem. It's all sensationalism. Every time one of these events happens, they say it's going to be a super spreader and everybody's going to get sick. And there's no evidence that it's happening. And they and they and they talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And then when it doesn't happen, they stop mentioning it. They stop mentioning it. And then the other side doesn't call them out on their fucking bullshit. 
So what, I, what I'm going to do on these airwaves is I'm going to call you out on your fucking bullshit. I'm going to watch 14 days after WrestleMania. If there's no super spreader, I'm going to remind you. And if 14 days after UFC, when there's no super spreader, I'm going to remind you. And listen, if AEW wants to keep That's running Daly's pace and keeping the fans 45 feet from 45,000 feet from the, the fucking ring and these pods and doing what they want to do. Listen, that's their prerogative. They could keep doing it. I just think the product could be better if they move the fans down a little. And yep. if you move the fans down a little, I'm not even saying they have to be around the ring. They could pull them. They just pull the pull the workers from around the ring have that open area and then put the fans on the lower level. There's, there's no, there's no fans even on the lower level at the AEW show. You know, kind of like, Oh, we're going, we're bringing Mike Tyson to our live fans. What live fans? You have a thousand people. You don't have live fans. It's, it's a fallacy. There's nothing there. How many cases do you think that they have? You keep saying super spreader to me, one or two cases coming out of this is not a super spreader. No, you would have to have at least a thousand people come out of the ship with that virus. And chances are, like you said, at least one in every. I'm gonna say, oh, dude, if 20 people came out, they'd be like, oh, this dude, Fauci would be on fucking every news show for three weeks, going, oh, this could. We're in trouble in Florida. We might have to lock it down again. I mean, to me, it's like I guarantee you, at least, I'll say at least 50 out of every hundred people there are either vaccinated or have already had it. Or they're fucking asymptomatic or some shit like that. And, oh, here's the other here's the other side of it. Florida has vaccinated a large a large portion of their elderly population because yep. they focused on that. And looking around that crowd, th- I mean, there I, I, it, are, was there a lot of people over fifty there? I I didn't notice that. Oh, a few of them, a few old people there, yeah. I mean, a few, but I mean, okay, out of out of the twenty five thousand were there, how many? How many do you think were really like really in a vulnerable state? I, I would say that a lot of them were over forty, but if you're talking about fifty year olds, I maybe saw ten. You think you think a lot of that crowd was over forty? Dude, look at the front fucking row. I mean, yeah, but you're looking at the front row, which I'm guessing, like you brought up with NXT, is probably friends and family of the workers. Yeah, it was the same guy in that green smiley face shirt. He was there. So, I mean, so you're talking about a couple hundred fans. I'm talking about the bulk of the 25,000. Well, there was a lot of kids and a lot of... Right, you know, exactly. It's the main audience of this fucking, you know, this 18 to 34 shit, like we were just bringing it up. A lot of those AEW fans and a lot of the people that were in this crowd wearing they don't they don't do well in eighteen thirty four, which is interesting. Or eighteen to forty nine, whatever the demo is. Yeah, yeah. The fuck. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I'm just saying. Fans that are going to these indie shows are our age. They're not seventeen, sixteen, eighteen. No, they're our they're they're our age or they're under eighteen. Yeah, they're they're fucking they're anywhere between twenty five to fifty. You don't have anybody. Show me somebody who's under twenty. And, and that's not that's not a bad demographic for coronavirus to nope. be in at risk. Not at all. But uh, let's get into this ma- our matches here. Do you want to cover the pre-show or not? It was useless to me. No, fuck the pre-show. Can not- I just say Peter Rosenberg sucks? Yeah, Peter Rosenberg fucking sucks. The only and, and I'll go one better in saying that the fucking the girl that they had out there. Oh my god, I can't remember her name now. The ch- put your hair up and square up. The one that that had the stalker. She oh, was- um, Sonia uh, Deville. Okay, so she's just how many times over the last few months have they had her come in 
to do analysis on this pre-show for the women's match. At least probably for the last, since the start of the year. I mean, I don't pay close attention, but I, I do think I remember seeing her on the last couple. Yeah, she's been on the last few, and every time she comes out there, they they joke about how much better than Peter Rosenberg is, and she gets flustered, and she literally came out there and goes, I don't know what's happening right now. What's happening right now? Motherfucker! God damn it! Pay attention to what the director's saying in your headset, and look at the monitors to see what they're showing. They sat there for the entire time Sonya Deville was on. They were showing footage from SmackDown last week that was leading up to that damn tag team turmoil match. And they didn't even acknowledge the footage that was playing. They were just bashing Peter Rosenberg and talking about the suit that Sonya Deville was wearing. And she's sitting there looking like a clueless fucking bimbo <laughs> blonde. Yeah. You, you, know? you paid a lot closer attention. <laughs> I got to admit, too, I was cooking my dinner during it, too. So, I mean... I was in the middle of cooking my or washing dishes and and all that good shit when you know this happened. But I have it yeah. playing my phone in the background while I'm washing dishes, and she's literally going. She's looking at the camera like looking around like a deer in the headlights. What's happening right now? I don't know. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like I find the pre-show like so uninteresting. Like I don't pay attention. That's why I have it on in the background while I'm doing dishes. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, but I did happen to stop and watch that moment. It's like. Right, right. bimbo. We we get it. <laughs> You're a lesbian. That's the reason why they got you on there. That's the, got to check those boxes. But at the same I, fucking listen, time, they checked all the boxes. Act, can you try to act like you fucking care? Just don't sit there and act clueless. You're you're you're. It's like you know when Peter Rosenberg, who is an outsider. Yeah, but let me. Is is it really her fault though? Like, why are they putting in her spot? Why is she? Why isn't she working a fucking match? Well, because she's had this fucking deal where she's so fucking wanting to hide in her safe space. It's like ten, people, that's like ten months ago. People keep stalking her on YouTube and shit, and she's so scarred by it that she doesn't okay. want to appear on so TV. So that's the case. Why is she even on TV then? Because she's a female who happens to be a lesbian and can provide. I mean, they have plenty of those though. Exactly, but they figured, okay, you can you can dress butch and fucking you know. Come on and try to provide some analysis. But, and she could. She could. I buy her. She looks good in a suit. She's a good-looking woman, for crying out loud. But when you come on there for three months in a fucking row, okay, they bring her on only for the segment of the pre-show where they're analyzing the upcoming women's match on the pay-per-view. They're bringing her in for some analysis on this. Okay? She's a female. She's a for She's a wrestler. She can give analysis as to what these women are thinking, how they work, blah, blah, blah. Okay? But no. Every fucking time she gets so flustered about what, it, what happens, she's literally looking, I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Bitch, you're on the fucking pre-show. They're showing you footage of what happened last week on SmackDown leading into this match. Can you give us some insight? Can you give us about what these women may be thinking? But no, you sit there, I don't know what's happening. And she legit does not know what's fucking happening. What the fuck? Why are you... I agree with you, AC. Why Why is she fucking there? She's there to check a box. And that's it. She can act like a dumb fucking lesbian blonde on there. Ah, easy. To check a fucking <laughs> box. Dude, honestly, bro, like, this fucking... These pre-shows, they don't matter. The, <laughs> but what, <laughs> 
Dude, it does. It's like if they brung fucking Daniel Cormier onto the UFC pre-show. But, 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 no, but the difference is they're actually in in a UFC pre-show. They're actually breaking something down. But it, it would be fucking dude. Imagine if they're sitting there with whoever the commentator is for UFC now, because I don't hardly watch it anymore, and they're joking about what the fucking what what kind of ring gear that they're wearing. No, or but they would. Here, that. here's the thing: they wouldn't do that because Dana would rip their fucking asses exactly. off of that panel so fast their heads would spin. But what kills me? But well, you well, you're also comparing a real sport to something that's well, not real. I mean, you know, but dude, it doesn't matter. You're there to give an, a little bit of analysis. I mean, they're sitting there going, "I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know." That's literally she said that. No, because they're trying to be funny and they're not funny. They're not that creative. That's the problem. She wasn't doing. It. She may have been doing it to be funny and to get a chuckle, but she legit was like fucking deer in headlights. Had no idea what was going on. Did they not prep her before they bring her on? Three. Well, I mean, if she was that bad the other two times, why why bring her on again? Exactly. Three months in a fucking road. You think she would have get the hint by now? But no, they keep throwing her on there because she's a she's a, a influencer in the lesbian, you know, L- LGBTQ community. Yes, you can I mean, go on her Twitter and read all the fucking. Man, this is like this is like the mask thing, like <laughs> this woke shit. I I can't. You know what I mean? Like who like who gives a fuck? Just do the do a good show. Just do a good show. It kills me though, man. Okay, fine. You're gonna check the box. But it paints that box that you're checking and that community that you're trying to represent in a negative light when this bitch comes I mean, does it, though? Like, do you, do you, bro, do you really think, like, if a lesbian woman's watching that, she's like, wow, I mean, she kind of sucked. Like, I, I, like, I just, I don't know. I think you're just, like, I think yeah, you're, like, no, it's not taking this, like, sucked. too, like. Not that I, she sucked. If she came out there and at least halfway tried to do her job and she sucked at no, because it. That, no, people don't care about that now, though. They care. They just care that they're there. They, 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 she, it, dude, no, 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 no. Hold on. The last three months that she's been on this panel, and I know, folks, we're going into something that's trivial, and like Yacy is saying, it really doesn't give a fuck in the grand scheme of things. But this No, is I the- don't, but, I, but I'm talking about the people that do care about it. They don't care if they do a good job. They just care that they're there. But you sit there and you have this woman come on. You have her dress up nicely. She looks good. You're going to be on this panel. But she acts like they just knocked down the door in the hotel room, grabbed her by the hand, and shoved her on the set and said, here you go. That's not the case. Do a little bit of fucking prep work, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, I, I mean, the, it's the fucking the pre- show and it doesn't matter, but you're trying to check a box and she's not representing that box correctly. But no, but you see, but dude, my box. point, my point is if you're doing something to check a box, the res- the result doesn't matter. If you, you check the box, the, the, the goal is to check a box. So if you check the box, you checked it. The, the result doesn't matter. But the people that that box represents. They're gonna they, think bro, she's a- that's my point. They don't care. They don't care. The people that care about checking a box just care that you check the box and they checked it. So if, if that's if that's really why they did this, let's just assume you're right. And that's why they did this. They checked the box. So the rest of it doesn't matter. But I mean, I'm wondering if they gotten any backlash like this from the people that the box is representing. No, because I don't think enough of them care about it. I really don't. Like honestly, I don't think I don't think that you know it, a right. bunch of lesbian wrestling fans are sitting there going, um, you know, I'm really glad they had a lesbian do this pre-show, but <laughs> it was really bad. We need a better lesbian. 
I, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not lesbian. I'm just assuming that if, if it's that important to you that the WWE checks all their boxes throughout a show, then you don't really care what the result it is. Do you ever watch that show Dinosaurs back in the day? It's on uh, Disney Plus right now. It's the Dinosaur Show. Where it, the cartoon? It, no, not the cartoon. It's the live action with the guys in the dinosaur suits. It's awesome. Mm, um, no, I don't think so. But anyway, the dinosaurs watch this show. It's kind of like Mr. Uh, Wizard, like a science Bill Nye type thing with the dinosaurs. And the dinosaur, the main dinosaur, has this little kid with him called Timmy. So every fucking time they watch the show, it's a running gag that Timmy gets blown up because the guy mixes chemicals wrong and blows up this kid. And every time they blow it up, they go, we're going to need another Timmy. So... <laughs> You said, let's get another lesbian. It's like, we're going to need another lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, it's, that's, my, that's just my point. Like, if, if, they're, if, they, if, that's, if that's the goal, if the goal, is, if the goal is to check one of these woke boxes where we're going to have everybody represented on everything, that's what you're going to get. But, and the said, people, but the people who want that don't care about the result. They they just care about the fact that the box was checked. Oh, we're represented. Yeah, that it doesn't matter how poorly we're represented. So you're not. Get, but my point is, you're not going to get backlash. The the backlash you're going to get is the stuff like we say, like your pre-show sucks. But but to me. Listen, they do pre-shows. They like to have fun. They like to try to pump people up. There's nothing they could do in that pre-show that's going to make me watch the show or not watch the show. I've already made a decision to watch the show. And I and I can't compare it to a real sports pre-show that's actually breaking down a competition. Right. I'm sorry. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like, wrestling's fake. I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but let's 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 live in reality for a second. Yeah. A wrestling pre-show is as much of a work as the show. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And I know I'm looking too much into it, guys, but you know, <laughs> Cornette would probably agree with me. <laughs> it's funny. It's- He's like the biggest liberal till it comes to be <laughs> till it comes to like saying stuff he probably shouldn't. Yeah, until until it comes to being so woke woke that it gets in the way of the product like this. He's got a point. He's got a point. Can we not treat it like well, it- Let me ask you this. And, and we'll move, we can move on after this, but let me ask you this. Do you think anybody saw that and said, "I'm not watching this fucking show and turned it off?" No. So it doesn't matter. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right, but at the same time, can we at least try to treat it with a little bit of respect and dignity? <laughs> I, I, bro, honestly, I think you're overdoing this a little bit. <laughs> I, I know, but God damn it, can we at least try to act like it's the whole point of wrestling is, yes, we know it's fake now, but can we, you know, suspend? I can't suspend oh, my hey, disbelief. They're, they're going to cancel you now. You said the F word. Can I suspend? I it's not real. I'm smart enough to say not real. <laughs> suspend my disbelief like we're supposed to. When you have a talent who's supposed to put your hair up and square up, I'm an MMA guy, going on the panel and going, I don't know what's going on right now. What the fuck am I doing here? That's basically what she acted like. What the fuck am I doing here? What the fuck is anybody doing there? If that's the case. Maybe the other people on the panel didn't do her any favors either. I'm not trying to make excuses for her. I I mean, honestly, I don't know what the process is. They laughed at her and kissed her ass and told her she looked good in the suit and that she was ten times better than Peter Rosenberg. 
ten. I mean, I mean, a fucking a mute is ten. A fucking mime is ten times better than Peter Rosenberg. I mean, is that is that even like uh is that even like a fucking like, you know, is that even like uh what what's that fucking word? You know, whatever. Is that even you know? Are you really putting her over by saying she's better than Peter Peter Rosenberg? Like my mom could go on that show and be better than Peter Peter Rosenberg. I was a fan, and I'm supposed to believe that this is real. She's not better than Peter Rosenberg because she said I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> she's not, and Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, but you're wrong, White, because it's 2021, and she checked the box, like you said before. So if you're right about checking the box, the rest of everything else you say does not matter after that point. You're probably right. Well, let's. Bobby Lashley defeated Drew McIntyre. Did you see this coming? I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, when they did the match first, I thought it was possible, but I did not think Drew was going to lose. And this, I, I this is nothing against Drew, but I was rooting for Lashley. Um, I. Dude, you weren't the only one. That crowd turned on Drew, man. Yeah, um, I liked uh, Lashley's little run here, what I've seen of it, and I didn't want it to end yet. Honestly, I think the guy for Drew to really get him over is probably Reigns, and I think they need to get there with him. So I don't. I know everybody's going to say, oh, Drew lost at WrestleMania. He didn't get his moment last year. Blah blah blah, and I'm mean, White House was pissed, and I get it. Um, but I look at it this way: let's be let's be honest for a second. And I'm glad that Bobby won, but it was it opened the first night, and by the time Cesaro and Rollins ended, I already had a match I liked better. So yeah. they didn't treat it like that big a deal. Nothing against Lashley or Drew. I still think Drew's moment is out there, um, but he wasn't going to get it tonight anyway. Opening WrestleMania. That's so a, have fifty fucking rematches between these two. What's that? They're, they're gonna have fifty fucking rematches on Raw and Sm- on on. Yeah, the- yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, honestly, what I would like, what I, what I would, would hope they would do, would just get, get even if they do a rematch and then have a run in or something, which cost Drew. And then when you do the realignment, you get him on SmackDown or something. I, I would get him away from Bobby Quick, but you're right. They won't. And and with, with Drew, I've never bought him as a top guy. When he won the Rumble, I was like, really? Him? You're going with him? And maybe the pandemic. It was good, though. It was, it was decent, but maybe the pandemic hurt it a little bit with no fans there to cheer him and get behind him. But this whole year of his title reign, I didn't buy it, man. I still don't buy it. I still don't get why he said he's a- not the top. I think I think I think where you're going with this is he's not the top guy in the company. He's not, and I never bought him as the top guy. Intercontinental U.S. champion, sure, he could bring some validity to that belt or those belts. Not the world belt. So yeah. if you if you were going to give me guys who you'd put over him right now, I mean, obviously Reigns is one of them. Um, uh, who I would Rollins. Pull- Raw, well, you're talking about people that are on SmackDown and he's on Raw. Yes, I know it really does. I'm, I'm just talking about the company as a whole, company excluding whole? NXT. Well, after tonight, right now, Cesaro versus Reigns is my fucking match. <clears throat> Cesaro versus Reigns? Yes, dude. So you, so, don't, you don't think they're going to do shenanigans and Reigns is not going to win tomorrow? I, I, I think that Reigns will win tomorrow. Um, 
I hope you're right. I just I just thought when they made it a three way, that was their out to getting I, another what, winner without Reigns actually losing. And, and you know me, we've discussed this many times with many different three ways. What do I always say when they inter- interject a third guy into something that's supposed to be a singles match? The man that they've interjected is there to take the fall. Right. And Edge then that's where I was going. Edge ain't getting pinned. Roman ain't getting pinned. Roman is going to pin Daniel Bryan, and then you'll maybe finally get that one-on-one match with Edge at SummerSlam because Edge they, they should have they, they should have went with Edge and Roman one-on-one here. They should have had Roman win. I, I mean, that's where I, that's what I would have done, but, but and I don't get you know, and this is where the fans come into play and why we need fans here at these things. I bet you that if they they probably would have left it one-on-one if there were fans there. This is just, this is their booking. This is not what they wrote I mean, on Twitter. I mean, there's a lot of rumors about Daniel Bryan, like, stepping He's back again. Tired, Do you yeah. think they're just throwing him a bone here? Why? So he could say, oh, I main evented my last match was a main event at main. So fucking what? You're there to take pin. You know? <laughs> Unless he gets the pin and he's never seen or heard from a fucking again. And then next year he I mean, goes. I, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't know. I, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know why he's in. I, 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 this is one of the things I don't like about the match. I, I actually, I love the fact that Roman Reigns is main eventing this WrestleMania, especially this one. And uh, when Edge speared him at uh, Elimination Chamber, I was like, all right, here we go. You know, and it just seemed, it just seemed like Edge and Reigns made a lot of sense one on one. I don't know why Daniel Bryan's involved in this. Um, but you know, getting back, getting back to Drew and 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 Bobby, it, it was probably my second favorite match uh, tonight. It was really good, but again, so much happened after this match that you forgot about it. By the time, let, let me ask you this because I, I, White House brought this up to me in a text, and it, I think it's a great point. This is the WWE title. If you're looking at the actual lineage of the WWF WWE yes. title, this is the one. It's not the Universal, well, which has now become their number one title. Here's how I always thought about it. Shouldn't this be the number one title? Here's how I've always thought about it, okay? And you're going to say it's stupid, but I guarantee you this is probably the way they think about it. Would you be rather be the champion of would you rather want to be the champion of just the WWE or do you want to be the Champion of the universe. I, you know what? You're, you're. That's exactly the what they're thinking. That's what they think. But what we are thinking as fans and as guys who've watched wrestling for a long time is the actual title that they wrestled for is the title that Hulk Hogan held. Is yep. the title that Ric Flair held? Is the title that Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and Triple H and John Cena I'm and home. you I know get- CM Punk all held? It's and, long- and that's the way we're uh, suspend your disbelief. I get it. But the, the bottom line is White House is right. The lineage of that title is that that's the WWE title. If yep. you look at the lineage of the, the universal title, the first guy to hold it was Finn Balor. And he and he had to give it up after a day. He's got hurt. Yep. I, I think that you also, you know, you got to kind of give him credit, even though they started an hour late. Peacock didn't say, no, you got to cut it off. They didn't trim any of the fucking matches <laughs> as far as time goes. It, it, I, I'm glad you brought that up because this did pop in my head. If they were on traditional pay-per-view, what would have happened? Because there's that time yeah. constraint. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so here's they what might have had to cut a match. Or they were on traditional pay-per-view. You could still go on on Comcast and buy this shit, I think. No. And I it, thought it was exclusive in it, the U.S. on Peacock. But I know in, like, um, in the past... And, no, and in the past, I don't. Yeah, but I think that went away this year. I think you had to, in the U.S. I think you had to watch it on Peacock. So uh, you're right. I wonder if you would have gotten the old WCW DD <laughs> versus Goldberg bit where they died. <laughs> <and> beep. <Yeah. laughs> they would have had to cut some shit to get it get right. fit in the window there. You know what I mean? They I mean, it, that's one thing about the streaming. You have a lot more freedom with stuff like this. I will say that this match too. Um, it's the longest match on the show, according to what I'm looking at here. 18 minutes, 20 seconds. It did drag a bit. Yes, I know it's the first one. They're there. They wanted to go, and maybe this is a shoot, but they kept reiterating the fact that Drew and Bobby wanted to go on first. Maybe that's a shoot. You know, I'm I'm thinking about it, and it... He wanted I, to listen. It got, if they wanted to go on first, they're stupid. They should have been the well, co-main. If they weren't going to go last, they should have. They should have been the co-main. I'm well, sorry. It's for the fucking WWE title. You're right. The whole the, the okay again. They're checking boxes, and we'll get there. You know what should open the show? Rollins and Cesaro. Yeah, Pop that would have got that fucking place going bananas. So they 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 put this match on the show. It's the longest or match. That funny. <laughs> And it's, I'm not even kidding. You're right. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Amit and Morrison was better than this fucking opener. Uh, I don't know. Was it better? It was better. Uh, dude, it, 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 look know. at that crowd. I don't know if I go that, more, that crowd popped more for Bad Bunny than they did for the WWE Championship match. <sighs> I got to go. I got to go back. I got to go back. You know what <laughs> I got to do? I got to go back and listen to entrances. Although, I'll tell you this. I'll give you this. I was shocked at how how much of a pop Bad Bunny got in his entrance. Yeah, um, I I was I I was like oh, they're fucking into this. And so Bobby Lashley defeats him with a submission. The match delivered, I thought, as far as technical wise and work rate and all that shit. They didn't, you know, but storyline wise started off with a little wrestling yeah i mean storyline wise i this, love the full nelson i love the uh ooh. i love the finisher um the storyline wise they said in storyline that drew mcintyre wanted to be the first face that wwe fans saw well, guess what? When they bring the entire roster out for America the Beautiful and for Vince to jack off and come all over the place, you know. I, Welcome I, to WrestleMania. Yeah, pal. Sitting in that crowd, okay, are the same people who we, <laughs> same people who are sitting in that crowd, okay? Let's face it. The casual fans are not going this year. If they are, they're locals. Oh, you're right. Yeah, dude, they're hardcores. So they all read Meltzer. They all read all these dirt sheets. They constantly go on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, wherever, and they bash Vince, and they bash his booking, and they bash how he needs to step aside. But the second he comes out there and shows his face... Well, he's not the book of the year. (laughs) Take AEW out of the equation. If you want him to step aside or if you want him to change... You would be there booing every fucking thing, or, 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 more importantly, you wouldn't buy a ticket to see this shit. 
people are hypocrites, man. I mean, but uh, are, why why are we assuming that uh, those are the people who were there, though? Oh, dude, they're all wearing, dude. Like I said, do you know how many game changer wrestling shirts I saw? They're fucking. That's fucking. Um, what's his face? The guy fucking. He's an impact right now. Oh man, whatever. That's his promotion. It's a bunch of smarks going to those shows. They know what the deal is. They're probably going to those indie shows going, yeah, man, I really can't. I, I can't get behind what they're doing on Raw. It's too stupid. And then two days later, a day later. Yeah, but it's WrestleMania, though. It don't matter. No, it doesn't. It does matter, though, because, bro, like, I don't fucking watch Raw and SmackDown anymore, and I watch WrestleMania every year. I mean, I watch it every week because of my son. So that's, I mean, and if I didn't get it for free, I wouldn't watch Likely it. the excuse. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'll be honest with you, man. I w- I'm, I'm glad they went to Peacock because now I don't got to pay $10 a month for the network. I get this shit free. No, yeah, it's a free cock. Free cock, man. Can't argue with the free cock. Free cock. Yeah. I ain't got to say asshole, but the cock is free, pal. Yeah. Well, Nat- dude, it's not free, though. You're paying for it one way or another. Natalia and Tamina won by eliminating the Riot Squad. I, I like this. Ta- Except for fucking what's well, wait, 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 wait. You didn't like, shut up. You didn't like this. This fucking thing was a shit show. You didn't like this. Stop well, lying. Here's what I, I like the fact that Natalia and Tamina won. But Why? Only, They're terrible. Here's the thing. Only because of the promo that Paul Heyman cut on Natalia. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I, did, I thought this match would suck before I watched it, and it was worse. Yeah. And I listen. I'm. I listen. I love to experience the beauty of Carmella and Mandy Rose and Liv Morgan and uh, and Lana and all the beautiful women in this match. All of them beautiful women. The the match sucked though. I, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, you had not. You had uh, Mandy Rose slipping and busting her ass on the ramp. Did they not think to squeegee that motherfucker? <laughs> Right, it's like they left one water spot, and they're like, "I wonder who's gonna hit it." You know what I mean? Like, I'll be back there laughing his ass off. <laughs> you know? Oh man! Titus O'Neil sitting there going, "I gotta say something too." Billy Kay, she is fucking a. Tr- she's terrible. She I, got- I, 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 I mean, I like, I kind of like her shtick a little bit, and she's pretty and everything, no, but she- like. This like some of the stuff she was doing, I'm like, this girl does she train to wrestle? Like, like who does she train with? Like, how did she get to WWE? She's a model. She trained some down in Australia. Hey, listen, I I I texted this to some friends. Can we just have like Lana and Carmella in a bikini pillow fight? I'm not. I'm not saying this to be rude. Like I found those very enjoyable. Can us? Can us show? Sus- listen, when they have pillow fights, I suspend my disbelief. Can us chauvinists? I want to believe in that. Can, yeah, can, pal. Can us chauvinists who like our cocks and like pussy? Can we get a box? I mean, they're on the cock. Can I? <laughs> can we get mind. a box? Can we get a box too that they have to check? I honestly think that they should have like the women's division and the divas division. But don't be care. Be careful now. If we actually start requesting pillow fights and shit, we're gonna get labeled as ists or phobes. I don't no, care. We don't get a fucking box, you know. I don't care. <laughs> um, I really don't. I don't care. So they they 
They're going to face fucking the damn... They're going to face Jackson Baszler. You're going to have Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. So I found my bathroom break for tomorrow. Yeah, talk about Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> I mean, you, I, you're talking about me? You're, <laughs> I'm going to be an ist and this and that, and then you come out with that? <laughs> I said either. I'm just telling you the way. I, I mean, you said, I'm not even going to touch this one. <laughs> Billy pretty. I thought she had way too much makeup on the ring gear. Oh, I mean, oh, we're going to get that technical about it now. I mean, she, she might have looked better in darker ring gear, but I mean, the gold was all right. Gold sucked. I'm when, sorry. when did when did you become like a fashion expert? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Hello, folks. This is Leo Sincere, the fashion expert. <laughs> fuck, lady. You look like a skull bust. We're gonna take. We're gonna check another box. We got a gay truck driver who loves fashion. <laughs> a gay truck driver. Uh, Let me tell you something, lady. That ring gear was so WrestleMania. Oh man! So what did you think about Damon Priest gear and hair? <laughs> I didn't pay attention, honestly. I really fucking didn't pay attention to him at all during that match. The fucking purple. It was a purple. Yeah, your pur- purple pants and purple braids and. He had like this see-through vest. I want to say it was WrestleMania, or no, so one year in 2003, Triple H came out with purple fucking tights on, and everybody started chanting purple panties at his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Tista. (laughs) Remember that? Blue Tista, you were... (laughs) I love how WrestleMania access that year. He goes, let me just cut y'all off right here. And he's fucking, he, he gets away from the mic and goes like nor- near where the crowd is. And he starts shouting at himself, Bootista, Bootista, you're wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the internet sometimes, but I love it sometimes too because it's just so funny. I, I hate my fellow, I hate my fellow wrestling fans, but there is a need for them. There's not a need for the nursery rhymes, but anyway. <laughs> Cesaro versus Rollins. Loved it. I fucking oh, loved it. This was the best match on the card. I'm sorry. It was just so yeah. good. They did a They're... good job of building <sighs> Cesaro. This is so the good. match of his career. This is the one that's going to finally elevate him to the next yep. level. First Here's... singles match at WrestleMania. This is his first singles match. Here's the problem, folks. He's going to lose tomorrow on Raw or catch a beat down and get right back in the gutter where he was. It doesn't matter. I know, you're probably right. Shit again. But I want to enjoy. Can I enjoy this for one night? Yeah, the same. Can I enjoy this you're match? Of, you're you're one of them motherfuckers that probably enjoyed Zack Ryder winning the Bro, Intercontinental title. I yeah. actually did. You're you're fucking right. I did. And, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. When he started that match with the fucking spinning, fucking um, you know, fucking uppercut, whatever the fuck you call it. And I popped I, right out of the chair. And I was and, the one catching shit on Twitter from people going, well, let's just enjoy it. Who cares? Because I'm on on Twitter going, you better enjoy it now because he's losing it tomorrow. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah, but see, this is, the, this is the thing, though. There's a lot of things that happen in this match we need to talk about. Aside from maybe he will, maybe he won't. We'll, we'll leave it at that. That does tend to happen a lot in these spots. You're not wrong. I mean, we've seen it before. Your the Zack Ryder is a perfect example. Miz winning the Intercontinental title at 29. He lost it the night after. The whole thing. Um, we, these kind of things happen. I, I agree with you. But I want to talk about Rollins for a second before I get to Cesaro. Oh, I can't stand this. Seth? So huh? strange. This you don't gi- like Rollins? I, I don't like the gimmick that he's doing now. I hate it. Why? 
It's he's just, a heel. It's not him though. He could be a heel. Look at oh, how he was when right, he. All right. But how how many things? How many? Seth Rollins is doing right now. All these little moves and different things that nobody else is doing. Yeah, but it doesn't work it's, for me. It just doesn't work for the whole Monday Night Messiah. I'm shocked by this. So I'd rather have like. Remember when he first turned fucking heel and he was with Triple H and all that shit with the Authority and he had J and J Security. I enjoyed that heel Rollins. I mean, I mean, is he that far off of it now? I mean, he did a fucking pedigree in this match. That's because it's WrestleMania and he wanted to bust it out, you know, and it made sense in this match because it's like, okay, what's going to put Cesaro down? I got to reach in my bag and pull everything out of it. But his promos and shit. Oh, I hate it. I'm talking about the match, though. I didn't I, listen, I didn't see I didn't see a lot of the lead up. So I'm talking about the specific match, the, the match moves they were doing and not and it, not only the moves he did, the his his work with Cesaro being able to facilitate what Cesaro was trying to do also. I mean, I thought Seth Rollins was like the performer of the night on this show. I, I mean, maybe it's just me in ring wise. He's always been good. He's always been one of my favorites. I mean, and he gave Cesaro so much. He let Cesaro shine, shine, shine in this match. The, you know, the, when he when he was doing the fucking spin around and he's on his shoulders. I mean, let's be honest. Um, it's it, both guys have to maintain the balance and everything else. But Cesaro can't do that with everybody. He can do it with Seth. And 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 the other thing too is, I mean, he's not getting twenty three fucking spins with everybody. No. Um. I love the fact. I thought it was well done. I I really enjoyed it. Well done. The match itself was well done. The lead up and and Rollins's character outside the ring with his promos. Hate it. Hey, probably got. I got. I'll, I got. You know what? I'll, I'll make a point to watch more Rollins so I can see. I could try to see like what where you're at with that. I'm just talking about this match tonight. The way they did it. The oh. I saw the little backstory before. I, it, listen to see those two wrestle. I don't really need a backstory because me being an ROH fan. I, I have every backstory. Anytime they, anytime the Ring of Honor guys wrestle each other in big spots, I always think, yeah. I, I always love it because there's I, there's such a chemistry there. I got a problem with that because you cannot. And Meltzer does this shit all the time. Oh, I saw them in PWG. They had a way better match at PWG. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. When you get to this match, anything that you you got to remember, and this is how WWE thinks. I'm just talking about them having a chemistry. Window. Oh yeah, they have they have a. Tremendous chemistry in the ring, no matter what. And promoter. I think that comes from a lot of years of coming from the same place. I'm not. I'm not talk. I'm not advocating for matches they had before. I'm saying that a lot of times I, you see this a lot of times with Owens and, and Rollins. You see it with Zayn and different guys. You see it with with Cesaro and different guys. You see it with some of the guys in NXT with each other, where they came from the same place, and there's just a chemistry there. Well, also, you know, I get what you're saying with the NXT thing and the chemistry. But one thing you got to remember, too, what made this so much better is Rollins and Cesaro, maybe Rollins to a certain extent because he was in NXT, but they're not, you know, the problem with NXT right now and these new people that they're signing is it's like a fucking cookie factory. You know, we're going to train you the exact same way as everybody fucking else and treat you to work the exact same ways. It's like they're just... Rolling them off an assembly. Well, I mean, well, there's nobody. Let's be fair, though. There's nobody really for them to grab because and and AEW gobbled up a bunch of people. 
Impact's trying to gobble people up. Ring of Honor's gobbling people up. I mean, it, it, the, oh, yeah. the access that NXT had in grabbing a lot of the people they grabbed over the last five years, that dynamic has changed in the last year and a half. Even when they could grab that talent, they weren't. And NXT, I mean, they, they grabbed, but they, what do you mean? They pillaged the fucking ROH roster. Yeah, but even when they did, they have to work a whole, they have to, all that goes out the window because now they're having to go and work that cookie cutter style or, and learn how to work that cookie cutter style. Which, yeah, hard. but I mean, uh, some of those, the guys like Rollins and Cesaro and Zane and, and Owens, I mean, it hasn't been perfect, but they have done it. And, and a lot of them have done it well, especially Rollins specifically. I, I, I get it's not everybody. And then, but you look, you look at the ROH guys like Ciampa and, and Adam Cole and all the, all the guys that are still down in NXT doing a good job down there. I mean, they they literally pillaged between AEW and NXT. They took the entire roster. Yeah, I, I think too with the NXT, they got to learn how to make some new stars down there. Getting well, sick of it, it. This is the problem. It's called developmental, but they're they're running a TV show that they're trying to get ratings and leaving a lot of these guys down there now. Yeah. And I don't know that it's really de- developmental now as much as it is the third brand. It's not. It's their third brand. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's not really developmental anymore. And if you look at the ages now, what they did this year, bringing guys like Casanova and things like that, they brought in a lot of younger guys, which is something that AEW is already doing. So I kind of see what they're doing here. I think I think they brought in a lot of people this year, not not thinking that these are guys six months from now are going to be wrestling on Takeover. Right. You know what I mean? I think these are guys where they know there's a lot of work to do here. Oh yeah. They know that, and I just hate the whole, let's find, let's take fucking somebody who is a a fucking, you know, college football player and treat him, you know, just just run him through the ringer and and run him on the assembly line, you know? I think think they're looking for athletes is what, where they're going with that. Yeah. Hey, at least they're not looking for models. They've done okay. They've done okay getting top-level athletes in the past, they, too. They have. I mean, they just signed. You know. they, they got, was it Ty Valkyrie getting ready to come in? Yeah. And they signed. I know y'all make well, fun. that's Morrison's uh, wife, too. Yep. I know you make fun of it, but they brought in Trevor Lee, who's doing phenomenal Trevor shit. Lee. Moon. He's doing fucking funny and awesome shit down there, dude. <laughs> shit. Um, but I, 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 you know, what's funny though, like there's certain guys though, that have been like, I feel like they've been in NXT forever. And the guy I point to is, uh, Oni Lorcan, <laughs> Bip Busick. And I, and I remember this was like, this had to be like four or five years ago. Edwards was like, what the hell is Vince McMahon going to do a Bip Busick? And like every, every so often you'll get like a takeover where like Oni Lorcan's on and I'm like, oh my God, he's still there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You take the, Shout yeah, out they, the they well that's what kills me. They renamed him Oni Lorkin. If I'm Vince McMahon and knowing how Vince McMahon maybe <laughs> how Vince McMahon, you know, thinks, he's gonna think that Biff Busick is a way better ring name than Oni Lorkin. Biff Busick is like a nineteen eighties 
yeah. superstar's name, you right. know, and that's how he looked with the hairy chest and the, you know, the regular ring tights and boots. Yeah. You know, he had that he had that look and he had like that dem- yeah. demeanor. He'd like walk out the ring and be like, I'm gonna kill him. You know, it just I, yeah. it was it was more of like an early '90s, late '80s type of character. Fun I can, fact: I can imagine Vince Ooh. McMahon. I got a trivia question for you. I can imagine Vince McMahon on commentary going, "Coming up next, we got uh, uh, the Undertaker going one on one with Biff Busick." <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the spits. What's your question? Trivia question. My trivia question is: What current Ring of Honor superstar had his first ever match against Biff Busick? Oh, fuck, dude. I don't pay half attention to Ring of Honor. It's probably your boy Taven, wasn't it? No, it was, it was Gordon. Flip Travis. Flip oh, Gordon. It's the other one. It's the other it was one. Flip, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Taven was ahead. Of, he was ahead of that. But you're close. <laughs> I always bring that up. So on a... Um, on a beyond, so beyond when they used to... When they ran Fet Music Hall, they used to do these secret shows before... And it was kind of like if you were in the in crowd, you could find out where it was. And it was like in some like fucking gymnasium, who knows where in Providence. And yeah. like you got it, you got like an invite and you had to like knock on the door and be like, give a fucking password. And you <laughs> would go in and there'd be all like these, there'd be matches. And then later everybody would get together at FET for the regular Beyond show. And Flip's first match was on one of those Beyond Secret shows against Biff Busick. It's like he, it's like fucking Roger Rabbit. What's the password? Walt. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, actually never I actually never went to one of the secret shows but I went to a few beyond shows at FET but yeah so Cesaro versus Rollins I was just happy when we left the car was still there to be honest with you because Providence is a fucking shithole this is a Smackdown shout feud. out Rhode Island this is a Smackdown feud okay they've elevated Cesaro Cesaro sold it so good after the match like yes I'm a made man now almost in tears do you think that they move him up to Intercontinental? At least let him win the fucking Intercontinental belt. Who's carrying that? Right now it's Big E, and Big E's going up against Apollo Crews. Yeah, I think Apollo Crews. That's right. I forgot Apollo Crews. I think Apollo Crews is going to win that. Would you go? Would you go there? I, Apollo Crews versus Cesaro. That's pretty good. Having a Nigerian drum fight. That's not fucking racist and stereotypical. Why? I mean, he's he's like like Nigerian, isn't isn't he Nigerian? What what? Who cares? <laughs> But to have, why can't a night? It just comes off totally fucking. I'm surprised. I mean, so- being uh, here, here's here's. I would agree with you if he's being forced to do it against his will by the company. But everything that I saw seems like he's all into this, and yeah. like the Nigerian people fucking love it. Well, of course, because he's getting a push, and they think he represents the country. But you know, to me, it's it's Vince McMahon going. He's Nigerian. Why wouldn't he have a drum fight? You know? I know, but I mean, here's the here's the, here's the, I mean, I get I guess, but it, it, the the people that should be offended by it aren't number one and number or if it if I mean I don't think anybody should be offended by it, but if if somebody was to be offended by it, the people that would be aren't number one, number two, this elevated Apollo Cruz from a point he wasn't at to now he is at, so I don't see the downside. It just I don't I. It'll probably be good. Meltzer called it racist, too, and I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I mean, it's just fucking, you know, it it just comes off today in modern times with this fucking woke fucking 
society we have, I'm surprised the blue check marks aren't harping on this. I don't see it as racist either. No, but I, I think I think what you're doing is not being a woke person looking for reasons for them to be offended, which is being woke. And well, in, uh, in reality, you're being woke now by saying I, this. Oh, I'm sitting here looking at it going, okay, where are the fucking blue check marks harping on this shit? Somebody's well, got to fucking do it, you know? I know, but here's the thing. Like when I, I I'm, I'm the being, I'm just being dead honest right now. When, when I first saw that, I didn't think any of that stuff. The, the only, the first time I heard it was when I heard Meltzer call it racist. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? Like, the, that's the, my stance on it. It's like, okay, how long before somebody calls so, this? What, so, okay. So let's just get to a point in pro wrestling where everybody wears black trunks and black boots and is like a fucking young lion and they just wrestle and they have no gimmicks and they they can't offend anybody and they don't talk and they just get in the ring and do acrobatics i mean that's going to be fun for everybody because like that's where the point's going to get because you have people be complaining that you know all right uh, you're you're not doing enough with black wrestlers or you're not doing enough with this stuff and then they go do something with black wrestlers and then we're going to complain in the manner they do it so, I mean, like you're putting you're actually putting the company in a position where they can't win at that point. Exactly. I mean, but I get I mean, when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to catch shit for this. I didn't see anything racist about it. I think, it, OK, whatever. He's not. I mean, but they aren't, though. I mean, are they? I, I haven't seen anything. I mean, there's probably the some president of Nigeria came out and po- said it was positive. I mean, well, if that's the case, then good. But I, I'm telling you, there's probably somebody out there who's saying like Meltzer saying it's racist. You right. know? And, 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 and I'm supposed to listen to a 50 something year old white guy on what's what Nigerians should feel. Right. I mean, does that make any sense, though? No, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying, you know. There's somebody out there. Like I'm not saying it's right. In fact, I think it's fucking stupid. This Nigerian drum fight's probably gonna be fucking. They're gonna be putting each other's heads through fucking conga drums. And I mean, Big E is like one of their, you know, outspoken guys on on you know on you know on you know on these issues on social issues. He's one of their outspoken guys, and he's involved in this. So well, I, I just I don't see the problem. I, I just really don't. Nothing to do with it because you can't really speak your mind when you work for that fucking company. Regardless, I mean, of he, he has that. though. He has he has on Twitter though. That's here's what kills me. They want people to follow him on social media, but they don't want people to care about what the individuals think. They want them to care about what the company thinks. So they don't give a fuck what he's. I mean, I haven't heard backlash on anything that Biggie said, and I, and I'm not saying I've I've agreed with some stuff. I've disagreed with some stuff he says, but he has said it though. I'm just saying I'm surprised that the woke crowd hasn't came out and fucking slaughtered that. I really am. You know, fucking Mae Young, they were going to fucking, or Moolah, they, they were going to fucking do a battle royal after Because Fab- you're, you're looking at something that I don't think they're looking for. Oh. I, I think I think if you, I think, I think what they're looking for is if you had like 10 matches tonight and 20 people that wrestled were white, straight people, that okay. would be a problem. Kills me. And that's not going to happen because the roster is diverse. If they have a bunch of people tomorrow night out there in fucking dashikis with face paint on, like like they just stepped off the set of Black Panther, it's not going to. Ha- that's not going to happen either. Oh come on, dude! You know Vince is goddamn. Oh no, no, I I thought. Oh, so you mean he's going to? All right, I thought you meant like fans doing it. 
No, no, the, they're gonna fucking have. I care. I could see this now because Vince McMahon is but like. Why would, I, I don't get why somebody would have a problem with that, dude. They're gonna label Vince as racist as, if it happens. I guarantee you, they're gonna. I, I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna. gonna <laughs> I mean, you're, dude. He, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know why we got to get into these social issues this this deep. But I, I mean, I think, again, you're reading too much into this. I mean, you have a black WWE champion who won a match tonight. You had two black women ha- headline the show. I mean, you know, you, you have here you go. You have two more black guys here who are the they have a, they have a big match for a title. You have you have uh, the the seven foot three black dude who's with uh, a AJ Styles. You had a. a a Puerto Rican rapper who's fucking right. doing crazy shit. I mean, like, like, the, like, this. Be honest. This. Both of these shows are very diverse. You have women. You have gay women. You have. You know, I mean, the, the the show's totally diverse. There's nothing to get all this but, offense but by. Here's what kills me, though, and I'm not saying I'm offended by it, but it, it's kind of like the fucking what Jim Cornette says that you have a really good fucking wrestling show. And then you have fucking somebody come out there and fucking throw water balloons at people and start a dance break. It kind of negates what came before that because it's like, oh, God, here they go. And they've done something stupid. But you have all this diversity. And then you have fucking people out there in dashikis dancing around doing the fucking African chants. There's, they're going to catch backlash for that, I have a feeling. And uh, it's good. I mean, I, let's, I, let's wait and see what happens and see. I I don't know. I, I think you're just reading a lot into this. That, has, that isn't there yet. There's either two ways to think I mean, about it. I, I, dude, I'll be honest with you. I saw more people bitching about fucking masks and social distancing than anything else. Like, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I, I think it's funny, and people are going to be like, it's, it's racist for me to think it's funny. I guarantee you, the opening fucking ceremonies or whatever for this match... They're going to play fucking Kamala's theme that, oh, hey, oh, and they're going to have motherfuckers in daishikis and African masks playing the fucking drums at ringside. I think it's so, fucking great. Right. <laughs> so they're taking a, a guy that's like a Nigerian, maybe a Nigerian prince, whatever, whatever we're doing here they and better, and living the gimmick. I. They better make it authentic because if they try to ham it up in any way, that's when they're going to catch the shit. And I think they're going to ham it up a little, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess we're. I, I mean, we're we're talking about something that hasn't happened yet. So, I don't. I mean, I don't even know how to comment on something that hasn't happened yet. Know how much that sense of humor that Vince has. I mean, I, I mean, I like. I I think this is. Listen, in the past, we've all known. There's been a lot of people that have thought that WWE hasn't been very diverse hasn't you know had a lot of black champions and everything else uh there's obviously been a conscious effort to change that stigma okay here's how i look at it every single champion okay right now every single champion in that fucking in that company right now with the exception of matt riddle has some uh, even the tag champs they're of color Right now you got almost. Well, I mean, not the, uh, not the uh, SmackDown tag champs. Nia Jax. Ziggler and uh, what's his name? They're not even on the fucking show. <laughs> well, I mean, they did. They did an interview on the thing. I'm. Ju- I'm just saying. Is like you're. I get. I get what you're saying. Like I. I mean, I didn't even know. Here's the thing, bro. Like th- I feel like you're being like one of those woke people because you're noticing all this stuff. Like I don't care. Like I don't even notice it. Like what? Who the fuck cares? Here's the thing. 
I know what the woke crowd is going to notice. I'm, I'm anticipating it. I know. I get, I get what you're saying. You're trying to anticipate it. But why, though? Why do you care? I mean, because I, I just think it's fucking funny how people tripe over this shit. I really do. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I understand because when I hear the masks and the social distancing, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess it's kind of similar. But I mean, I but here's the thing. Like, I physically saw that happening tonight and I'm like, like, can't you just watch this shit and not worry about it? Like in the middle in the middle of a really great match between Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Do you really think when they panned to the crowd? I was like, oh, my God, Joe Schmo in the Hulk Hogan T-shirt. His mask was not over his nose. Like, who cares? I mean, it's like, you know, one of the television shows I'm watching right now is Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And everybody's trying to <laughs> his geopolitical views and. Oh, I'm like, can't you? Is that why people keep sharing that picture of the two Captain Americas? The shield with the fucking covered in blood. Everybody's saying, oh, it's, you know. I'm not even paying attention. I, dude, I can, I can only take so much at this point. Exactly. And it's like, dude, can't can't we watch this shit to escape all that? No, you can't. No, but here's, here's, but here's, here's the reason why you can't. All those shows and all these movies and everything else. It's all it's written into them. I mean, The Walking Dead is the perfect example. I mean, it's always like, you know, the lesbian relationship here, fucking gay relationship there, interracial relationship there. And and again, I don't care, but they write it into it and it's obvious. Shove it down your fucking throat. That's exactly right. And I, but but here's my point is I don't think you don't this think is the difference. I don't think I don't think by Vince doing Apollo Cruz as a Nigerian, you know, Prince or whatever he is, I don't think he's doing that to shove you down down his throat. I think Apollo Cruz needed something, and they found him a gimmick. Invincible. I mean, maybe I'm naive, and that's why I think about it. In the company's defense, you this is a man who wrestled on the Indies as Uha Nation. So I mean, come well, he's on. not. But yeah, but that was with Moose. That was with yeah. That was with um. That was with Ricochet. I would. There, there was a. They weren't. I mean, a lot of those guys are in big companies now. Yeah, and they're thriving. So, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they were, but they were, they were together. I get what you're saying. If they do decide to ham it up a little bit, people need to shut the fuck up because at least that representation's there. You well, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm purely looking at it as Apollo Cruz needed something, and this, this put him in a big. And now he has a big match on WrestleMania because of this. Every fucking week he was on main event, so the, at least yeah, he's got yeah. The, and, and I will. And honestly, I've always I I liked him in in NXT. I liked him when they brought him up. And he's one of those guys that kind of got caught when they were trying really hard to do the two hundred five live thing. And now he needed something. And I mean, you could say the same thing about the hurt business. Like, you know what I mean? Like they brought a bunch of the the black guys together. I mean, who can't? Like, you know. And but they it 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 it, it changed the game up for like. You know, a year ago, I, I saw this meme where it said, like, a year ago, Bobby Lashley's in a relationship with Lana, and Shelton Benjamin was jobbing, and, and Cedric Alexander was on 205, you know, yeah. or lightweight wrestling or whatever, and now they're doing something big because they put the Hurt Business together. That's great. I mean... So, Apollo Cruz now, they found something, okay, we could, we, a gimmick for you. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess what you're saying is some people could look at it like Vince being goofy with the fucking nationalism or whatever but 
I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to look at it the other way where Apollo Cruz needed needed something. They gave him something. Now he has a big match on WrestleMania. It's gotten to the point with this bullshit that when I I don't agree with the the politics of it. I could care less. But it's gotten to the point with society now that I can look at something and see Nigerian drum fight and go, Oh God, here we fucking go. Here come the fucking Snowflakes. I mean, I my my thing is, I w- I would just say go like whatever they have planned for him, go for it. And you could, if there is a backlash, you could deal with it later. If there is a because backlash, I, I but I look at it this way: it, even if there is a backlash over that, I mean, what what are they possibly going to sh- say about these two days when this is legitimately the most diverse WrestleMania there ever was? It's not even close. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you had two. They they made sure to point it out. Yeah, you know, Cole, Cole brought it up at the beginning of the match. Yeah, and, and see, to good. me, I don't think I don't think I didn't I don't I don't think he needed to do it. No, he I didn't. think it was very. It, it, it I just looking at two. They've been doing a lot with the women. The women have re- main evented WrestleMania already. Sasha Banks has done a lot of those. They brought this up too, where she's been in, involved in a lot of these first. The Iron Woman match. The you know, the um, Hell in a Cell, the, you know, all the different firsts that Sasha Banks has been brought up on. And, and you know what? They decided that they needed to say that. All right, fine. I don't think they did, but they said it, and it's cool. Like, whatever. It, it didn't, it, to me, that didn't change the way I looked at the match at all. I'm just watching a wrestling match and seeing two women perform for a title. And, that, and honestly, that's the way I look at it. Swap it. Let's swap the first match and the last match around. If you had the women going on first, they would be catching ten times more shit for from these fucking. I, and honestly, I think it would be unfair. And it would be it would be unfair. Think, here, you know here here's here's what I think. I have no problem with the women going last. I, my problem is they should have just did it a double main event. And had and had Drew and, and Bobby go, and then had the main event go. It didn't work because the Bad Bunny Damian Priest thing. I think they saw it as okay. Let's calm the crowd down and give them a chance to, you know, calm down. But the I mean, listen. I've been in live crowds where I know sometimes you need to catch your breath. Um, I don't think they expected Bad Bunny to be that fucking good. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't. Neither did I. Neither did I, because, oh my God, here's a celebrity. Here's somebody from the outside. And somebody put on Twitter, imagine somebody from the outside actually coming in and having, by their standards, a five-star match. If you look at celebrity matches, this was fucking, that they've had. I mean, if you're comparing them to celebrities, this is five stars. I mean, I mean, here, here's, I mean, I, I, we're not even there yet. Let's 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 get there before because so I, the, I have I have so much to say about it. I don't want to, you know. Let's let's go and let's go in order here. Where where the hell are we anyway? Well, we're still in Cesaro and Rollins. Question: right, do, you, yeah. <laughs> do you think they elevate? Do you think I mean, they elevate Cesaro, or do you think they squash him right back down? Because I think he's going right back down the totem pole. It's going to be for nothing. This my man, my this, head tells me you're right. My heart tells me no. In their eyes, they saw this as a way to elevate Seth when Seth doesn't need to be fucking elevated. He's already there. But they see this as a way to get Rollins over, not Cesaro. Despite the so way... If that, if that, well, here's the thing. If that's the case, then you're going to get a rematch. on. They're on SmackDown? Yep. 
You'll get a rematch. So you'll get a rematch. If I'll, it, I'll tell you this, if if you see Rollins Cesaro rematch on SmackDown, I think you're right. Yep, Rollins is going to go over too. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, I agree. AJ Styles and Omos defeated the New Day, Kingston and Woods. This match was perfectly played out psychology wise. I yeah, thought. it was. I I agree with you. They um, hit. I, I like Kofi's new hair. <laughs> they they sat there and they highlighted. Or they 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 hid Omos's weaknesses perfectly, and they highlighted the positives of Omos. You know, there's one thing with this guy though, as big and as muscular and he is as he is and everything else. Listen, I know they're probably going to screw it up, and I know there's still a lot of work to do there. I mean, this guy should keep him out of titles for a long time, and keep him undefeated for a long, long time. This guy reminds me of a guy in CWF. The name is, is you're going to laugh at the, the guy's name. He was His ring name was Snooty Fox, okay? Yeah. Um, this is the guy who got into the business. He's a little bit up there in age. Big guy. But you developed him, and, they, and he ended up learning how to work from experience. I think you could do that here with Omos. He has potential. He has great facial expressions, a great presence about him. He wasn't that bad. What he did do in this match was not bad at all. But if you teach this motherfucker how to work good as a big man, you can do that good friends, better enemies bit like they did with Nash and Michaels with Omos and AJ. And they could probably have a hell of a match. But you got to get this Omos up to par. Will they do it? No. <laughs> they won't do it. AJ will continue on. Omos will be, you know, they were they were doing raw underground with this guy when they first brought him in, you know. So yeah, I mean, there's potential there. They yeah. just take They're just not going to take advantage of it. Just I, like I, this thing. They're not going to take advantage of this. They made a star tonight. They're not going to continue it because they can't make stars, and they damn sure can't book baby faces. Yeah, almost. Yeah, but a, you don't. You don't. You know. I. I mean, I. I get it. They're not going to do it. I just think that this is the fucking the next Andre the Giant where he doesn't lose for twenty years. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the problem is, and this is the problem with having too many fucking title belts. Yep. You cannot bring somebody along slowly without getting them into a title picture because you have all these fucking belts that you have to constantly have matches for. If this and back. In the day, you had one or two belts, and that was it. And you could bring guys along differently without having to rush them to belts. Now, just 20 years ago, this guy would be doing squash matches every fucking week, and it would be yeah. over like Rover. You, you remember, remember what they did with Ryback early on? Yeah, like they had all the the fucking jobbers two on one, and he would, you know, shell shock both of them at the same time. They should be doing that with this motherfucker. Like he should just. They should be like. All right, Osmos is headed to the ring. It's a four-man gauntlet match, and then the guy runs out, and he just like punches him in the face, and one, two, three. Next guy runs out, fucking body slam, one, two, three. You know what I mean? Next guy, kick him in the head, one, two, three. You know they should be doing shit like that. I mean, maybe they will down the road, but like everything else, it's the, like they did with the Fiend. They they go right to the title picture, 
And that's where that's where it fucks up because the guy either has a title or he loses a title match or he gets a title and then loses the title down the road and those losses come and it kills it. I mean, listen, we've seen we just seen them do this a few years ago with Braun Strowman. You know, um, a lot of guys, they get three weeks worth of shine and then bam, they're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't I just don't think they'll have enough foresight in 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 even just the like the balls to be like. Even, we're gonna bring this guy, bring this guy along super slow, and we're gonna have him fuck up everybody he faces for a really long time. And and honestly, I think it would play really well with wrestling fans if they would do it. But we both know they're not gonna do it. Nope. Uh, one thing that um, my my uh, stepdaughter, her boyfriend, like I told you, was over here. Yeah. And said he goes, I stopped watching because they would bring somebody up from NXT. They would completely change their fucking character, first of all. And he said, you'd see them for like three weeks, and then you wouldn't see them again. Yeah. And well, you just, right, what, what you said right now is the reason that Edward stopped watching NXT. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is the point? How are we supposed to care now? The only guys in NXT really <laughs> right. care about, Especially right? when you're like, you're trying to sell this as like a developmental, and you suppose, supposedly, dealt, you know, uh, develop somebody, and you get them up there, and it's like, you know, nothing well, happens or with NXT, those core people, Gargano, Ciampa, Cole, Bal- now Balor. The main reason why you can kind of get behind those guys is because you know that they don't want to go up there because they know they'll get ruined. Well, and here's the other thing. They're all like plus 35 years old, too. Oh, it doesn't matter how old they are. This almost guy, I guarantee you, he's in his 30s. You know no, but my point being is they're like. If you're gonna run a developmental, like the twenty, the twenty year olds are the ones you need to be developing. And and what kills me, twenty five year olds, you know, twenty six or, you know, if you're if you're developing twenty five year olds like Adam Cole, who's wrestled for fifteen years already, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, what are you developing? If I'm if I'm Trevor Lee right now, yeah, his. Trevor- the, the gimmick is is a Vince Mc that is a Vince McMahon gimmick, right there. But what did I say when he first came in? I hope he never goes to the main roster because he's gonna fucking they're gonna butcher him. One thing about Cesaro I forgot to mention my uh, my stepdaughter sitting there watching that match with us, and she doesn't follow wrestling. She'll watch it if I'm watching it. Half the time she's got her face in her phone or in her book and not paying attention. <laughs> right. In fact, she, the only reason why she actually started talking about Cesaro is she's like, you know, looking at him, I've realized that I don't like bald men. I don't find it attractive. And which we had a chuckle, and she goes, look at him. He looks like a dollar store Vin Diesel. Those are the exact words she used. Somebody, you know, somebody casual, fresh out the street, looks at Cesaro and says that? He's getting up there in age, too. He's been there 10 years. I mean, how old is he now? He's probably in his 40s, right? In his 40s. My daughter, stepdaughter, she's 21. Just turned 21. And she's she's saying he looks like a dollar store Vin Diesel. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. That's harsh. That's harsh. It's harsh. But I mean, if you're, if you're a girl that's not watching wrestling at that age, that's the kind of things you think, though. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what all the other... He's, you know, he's 40. Can you imagine what all the other casual fans are thinking when they see him? Maybe not dollar I mean, store. He's 40, but he's in like insane Dude, shape. Like he can last 10 years easy. But uh, I just almost, 
Uh, getting back to almost, he has potential. Him and Styles is a feud way far down the line. How long was Diesel with Shawn Michaels before they finally turned, you know, against each other? The New Day's yeah. awesome. Um, I'm happy that they don't have the titles because the New Day never has to win a tag team title again. In my well, opinion. the one the one thing too is like w- with this being tag titles with him and um him and uh, Osmos. What the fuck is his name? Osmos. Almost. Almost. I always fuck it up. Um, yeah. Winning the tag titles. I mean, they could lose it with AJ taking a pin. You know what I mean? And uh, Xavier Woods. That's one smart motherfucker. I know he has a PhD or whatever, but when it comes to ring psychology and facial expressions, when almost finally got tagged in, the look he did he yeah he did good. Was like oh shit, you know. And I love I love when he threw like the first leg kick and and Osmos was laughing, and then he like looked at his leg and was like oh fuck, and then he like did it again. He's like oh fuck, you know what I mean? Like he 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 yeah. did a good job there. Yeah, almost, you know. Um, we were talking about AEW and having Shaq and how Shaq just looks so impressive. Almost as a, is I think either one or two inches taller than Shaq is. Yeah, so they, it's like a, Shaq was like seven, two. They got a real gym there. Vince has always been a big man guy. They got a real fucking gym there. If they, you know, if they can, if I mean, they, let's be honest. He's not 400 pounds though. No, it doesn't matter. But I mean, if, if they can mold him, teach him how to work a little bit, Teach him how to cut a promo. A yeah, bit. but my point being is they got to, they it, they could teach him all that shit. But if he starts fucking losing, nobody's gonna care. Exactly. They need to. They they got to. Like I said, they need to book him right on top of everything else. And AJ needs to get in there, you know. And maybe AJ can be a real life mentor to this guy. Teach him how to work a little bit, you know. Um, I thought. But I mean, about- they really could have something because the thing the thing is too, and you know, I, I was talking to other friends about it tonight. You know, while it was going on, I mean, at least in the sense that the WWE roster has a lot of big, strong, you know, they have a lot of 6'4, 6'5, 265, 285 pounders. So when it does come to it, I mean, you do have challengers. I mean, if you, if you look at like the AEW roster per se, not to, you know, get in this big AEW thing again, but if you look at the AEW roster per se, it's, Aside from two or three guys, I mean, you put a guy like that on a roster, and it's just not going to work. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they got to treat him right. They got to handle him with kid gloves right now. Um, the new days, the new day. They're always going to be awesome, and they're always going to, you know, they're always going to deliver. And I thought they did. I did like how AJ Styles celebrated in the fucking ring afterwards. Yeah. Well, and, he, and the cool part was he was like coaching. Kick him, you know, throw a pin him down, a pin him, step on him and pin him, you know what I mean? You know, and so, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it'd be cool if, like, AJ m- mentors him behind the scenes, but he was yeah. almost mentoring him in the storyline, too. These two have to be the potential to be WWE's version of um, Wardlow and MJF. <laughs> Maybe better. Maybe better. Well, I mean, in some ways and not in others. Yeah. Um, let's go to Strowman and Shane. What are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations. Um, and this one, I kind of knew the story going into from what I have watched. I, this is one of the things I did pick up on. I mean, dude, like I, I, I just, I, I know suspend your disbelief, but Shane versus Strowman in a cage. 
I, I mean, they did their best, you know, having um, Elias and Jackson Riker, who's a fucking stud. I wish they'd do more with him. Yep. Um, Gunner from you, Impact guys would know him from as Gunner. Um, he in uh, NXT people should know him too. Uh, but uh, what are they, Forgotten Saints or something? They were calling that whatever. Um, yep. Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons. Yeah. Um, Dude, like I, I, I had a hard time with this one. I, you know, I get he threw him off the top of the steel cage and he made a big deal about it. I mean, this is Shane, this is Shane Stick and everything else, and he did his coast to coast, and we all knew Strowman was going to win in the end. And I get they're trying to do their stand up the bullies, but I mean, I, I mean, does it really like sell someone to stand up the bullies when you're the biggest guy in the fucking ro- well, you're. Well, the second biggest guy on the roster now. But, I mean, you, you, the monster among men, I stand up to bullies like you should. It's like, all right, dude. So, you know, when it when it's negative one trying to stand up to bully, uh, what's your advice? <laughs> but whatever, dude. Like, I mean, I they did it. It's a I, WrestleMania match. I... I this You know, I said this on a solo show. Like, if you take the two nights... And condensed them in the one and just got rid of like this match and the the uh tag team turmoil with the girls and maybe another match here and maybe a you know a couple matches from you know tomorrow night. I mean you could get a four, four and a half hour WrestleMania and have it be really good and you'd be good, but they threw all this bullshit in because they're doing two nights. And I felt like this is one of those matches. I hated the build for this. I hated why this was even happening. I did not like, I, I don't want to see Shane wrestling in a cage with Strowman. I don't want to see Strowman right now, period. Because I've watered him down so fucking much. Yeah, I, it's hard with him right now. It really is. McMahon versus Dude, the what, show. can I ask you this, though? Because we haven't talked about this. Why are they making fucking train noises when he does his fucking train around the... Like, come, come, um, I, I've been defending Vince lately, but dude, come on. Like this is what I talk about with eight year old booking, like booking for eight year olds. Like you, you, you're telling me this is a real fight, and you're making train noises when he's running around the ring. Well, I, that I, I hate it too. I don't know why they're. I mean, it's like fucking Roadrunner. It's like Looney Tunes. It's not supposed to be a fucking cartoon. Comic book come to life, maybe. But it's not supposed to be Bugs Bunny and, and Tweety Bird, you know. It's, it, that's fucking this whole build with the slime on them. This, like you said, this was made to attract that Nickelodeon crowd. That's what this match was for. It's it's stupid. I don't think it worked for him. It did not need to be on the show. Braun Strowman, there's no saving that guy. They had a real potential with him, and I hope. They, yeah, they did. They had real potential with him, and they had a new star on their hands. But then they fucked it up. He was getting over, too. Yeah. He was getting real way over, man. People wanted to see him be the world you, champion for a long fucking time. You, you know where they killed him for me totally? Was when he brought the kid out of the crowd to win in tag titles. I was like, come yeah. on. Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Nicholas. I found out he was like some WWE guy's son. His son, yeah. Um. This match had no business on this show. It had no business going 11 minutes, 25 seconds. The the ripping the cage apart thing was... Far, when he ripped that off there, dragged him back out into the ring, and then picked his ass up, I'm like, 
If you lawn dart this motherfucker through the cage to the outside and that's how Shane wins, I'm going to fucking scream. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, I wouldn't put it past him. Now, that would have gotten real outrage. (laughs) Yeah, but I would not put it past him. To put Shane over right here, I would not put, especially that way. I, I mean, this was Shane versus Big Show from the year 2000 all over again. You know? Except for when you did that, show was still fairly new to the WWE. Braun Strowman has been there for, what, five years now? Four, three, four, five, however many years? Oh, and they, they yo-yoed him five so... Six. They yo-yoed him so much. Okay, first you're going to be on top. No, nope, we're going to drop you back down. Oh, now we're going to jerk you back up. Like a fucking yo-yo. And, and they, they've toyed with him. I don't care about this guy. He could come out there tomorrow and murder Omos. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Dude, if, he co- if they have him murder Omos, then they just killed both of them. Exactly. But, but, but what I'm saying is they could have him come out there and do the squash match bit again. Or run over and beat every person on that roster. I still would not care about Braun fucking Strowman right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not... I, I get it. Since Shane's been back, this is kind of his WrestleMania stick. And he I, did he have a match last year? I don't uh, last year. I don't think he had a match last year. I did, but watch. But that him. was probably because of circumstances. They'll do. They'll put him versus fucking Bobby Lashley. That'll be the next feud. What's wrong with me? That's the next feud. Here's the thing. I the. Babyface versus the authority figure always works. I just don't think it works when the, the babyface is a fucking monster and the authority figure is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I don't think this... I, I just think it's this was a bad idea from the beginning. I mean, if... It, I just... I, I, I don't... I mean, I, let's be honest, too. Like, he demasculated him during the feud. I mean, yeah. he fucking called him an idiot... He, you know, put him through a table, slimed him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, is that really believable? Like, do you really believe Shane McMahon could do that in the real world? I don't. Him, you had him prove that he was stupid when you called him stupid. He's still yeah. stupid. You know, I mean, it's, it it just comes off. Uh, it's a stupid feud. It was a stupid match with two stupid wrestlers. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest defeated The Miz and Morrison. I love how the commentators after this were like, we want to see Bad Bunny in more matches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did, he did, he did the job. I mean, he did a nice job. He, he's one of the few celebrities who will go down to the performance center and he put the work in and it showed. Yep. It was clear that he took it serious. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been hating this guy. And I got to admit, hated this fucking feud. I hated the fact that he was even there. I'm just like, nobody. <laughs> he's a fucking guy from Puerto Rico who raps in Spanish. Nobody here in America is getting by, past that shit or, or getting down with I that. Know, but he, I mean, he's a, he's a star, though. I, 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 where? I, I mean, I, I know I know you're down in, like, Virginia I mean, down here and, like, you know, but here in the Northeast over here, we li- we listen to diverse music. 
I understand that, and I I can listen to the <laughs> first fucking with you, dude. But are you jamming where you work at at the bar? Are y'all jamming Bad Bunny? Are you listening I, to him while you I, work it, out? Can I can I be honest? I didn't know who Bad Bunny was in the Royal Rumble. Thank you. Nobody did. But here, but all right. Nobody cared about him then. No, no, no. We we didn't. We didn't. But but hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna defend him here a little bit. They're having problems in those in those demographics we talked about earlier, and bringing in the guy who the 18 to 25 year old is listening to to get some of that audience. Do you think it's a bad idea? I don't think the 18 to 25 year old, unless, you know, I don't think. Well, the, then who, wait, 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 hold on. Who's listening to him then? I think it's, he's doing this shit for, for the foreign crowd. No, no, I no, 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 no. I'm talking about who he, he, I mean, he's, he has a large audience in the United States. If people like 18 to 25 or 18 to 30 aren't listening to him, who is that's his demographic. I, I don't, you know. I mean, I, I listen. I don't. I don't. I, I listen. I don't even listen to music the way I used to anymore because I listen to a lot of other shit. So yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a bad example. You're probably a bad example. Well, My gotta, point being is, wait, like I, in the beginning, like I, I don't, I don't like when they do this bullshit too. Like I'm like, why are they doing this concert? Then he gets into a feud. I'm like, why is this going on? Then he's on Raw. Then he's on a WrestleMania poster and all that stuff. But the bottom line is, he did it. He he put he put the time in. He got a huge pop on the entrance, and the their tar- their target demographic where they're trying to make up ground right now is probably his demographic too, and that's probably initially why they did it anyway. I mean, I I'll put it to you this way: I got an eleven year old son, I got an, a nineteen year old stepson, twenty one year old stepdaughter. None of them knew who the fuck this guy was, nor do they care about him now. They don't like his music. He performs. They, they don't. They. I get it, but there's there's a big there's also a big world out there too. I get what you're saying. They're trying to reach global. They're trying to reach the Hispanic. I don't think. I don't even think it's just global. Yeah, but but here's the thing. I think overall. I think in the country right now, I think Spanish music is more mainstream than you're giving it credit for. But the thing is, the first thing that Americans hear when they hear that shit. Because I can't understand a fucking word you're saying. So how can I get behind? Right, I, but but there, yeah. but I've listened I've listened to Spanish music before when I don't understand the words, and I just the beat was good. I I just didn't I didn't happen to know Bad Bunny. See, I the thing is I I I disagree with you from this point because he has a large following. So unless you're telling me his following is completely Spanish, which is probably not true, they they, they did like. You know what I mean? Like they did this. They did all this for a reason. He went. He went the mile you want him. You want him to go. He went the mile that you wish every celebrity would go. Yeah, when yeah. when 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 um, when Cody brought in the, the kid from Arrow, he did a nice job too. I don't even think he went th- as far as this guy. Oh, nowhere near. Stephen Amell didn't come close. Right. Right. But but he did. He did a nice job. I, I, he would be the next guy to think of. But he I, didn't even do as good as this. guy. But, yes, but he then did. he did. But he he didn't do as good a job in, in, in WWE. But he also had a, a match at all out. That was pretty damn good. But yeah. you know, my, my point being is that they did their their target. They're targeting an audience with this here. And, you know, and I'm I'm just saying, like, just because your kids don't listen to it doesn't mean a lot of other kids. don't. Oh, I'm not saying either. my kids are the litmus test, but what I'm saying is that 
they got they bought this guy in. Yes, he did the work. And yes, they're going after the mainstream and they want to make their business seem like a less of a joke. When you when you mention wrestling to celebrities and shit, they see it as a complete fucking sideshow joke. I don't think this bad bunny guy is popular enough to bring legitimacy to it. Nor do I think he's the, he has the reach and the power, even though he won a Grammy. He's on Saturday Night Live with the fucking belt. I still don't think that he's there. He's going to bring that that outside audience in. I really right. don't. I just I just Googled Bad Bunny demographic, all right? I just Googled that. I'll tell you what came up here. Uh, it's All right, this is his analytics and shit. Let me get past that. All right, this is from NPR. Whatever. I mean, I'm not a big NPR fan, but whatever. How Bad Bunny skipped categories and skyrocketed to fame. Why Bad Bunny matters to a new generation of Latin fans. How Bad Bunny skipped category. Oh, this that was the same. High, that was the same. Uh, they must have. Oh, different website, but they use the same exact. Uh, same same exact title. How did Bad Bunny become the world's biggest pop star? That's from December of 2020. How Bad Bunny took over pop. Bill, billboard cover story. I mean, dude, this, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because we didn't know him, I mean, obviously, well, we we're, weren't, is, he's not on our radar, but he's on some of the, I mean, this is Bill, billboard.com. How Bad Bunny maybe, took over pop. Maybe I, maybe I need to ask my son, you know, my, my son's friends, because my son listens to rap stations and everything. I have right, here, here's, the, here's the first paragraph of this article. Or if this, you turn on Sirius XM's rap stations, or the local rap station in your in your town, are they playing this guy in heavy rotation? I wouldn't know. I don't listen to the radio. I mean, there you I, go. Listen, We're the wrong minute, mi- hold on a second. Minutes okay. before Bad Bunny steps into an arena filled with 19,000 fans, he jogs back and forth in his green bone, his face stoic. The 24-year-old Latin trap star is, is a final performer for Calabash, SBS Entertainment's Latin Mega Concert, Las Vegas. So he put nineteen thousand fans in the Las Vegas T-Mobile Arena. I mean, dude, that he's he's he's. He, I mean, he's attracting an audience on his own. The Los Angeles T-Mobile Arena. That's. I mean, like Las you said, Vegas. or Las Vegas. Even even Las Vegas, that part of the country has a lot of you know Hispanic population. So he's clearly drawing that. Um, I mean, I think, dude. Is this going to be the guy to do dude, what a, Port- a Puerto Rican rapper in Las Vegas is drawing more than just during more than just Spanish fans? It's Vegas, it's Vegas. People want to see the shows, but is this guy going to be? <laughs> is this going to? Is this guy going to? I mean, be- this was 2019. I mean, I'm I'm reading articles from a year and a year and a half ago. I mean, they they brought this guy in because he's it's literally saying he's a pop star. My, my they're not saying he's just he's. They're not saying he's a Latin music star. They're calling him a pop star, dude. But you're, is, you're way off on this. I'm sorry. I probably am, but because I don't listen to his fucking music, I don't. And, but that's my point. You you but, call it shit. You call it his fucking music, and you say that only Latin people are listening to it. And I'm and I'm reading articles where they're saying right now that he's a pop star. Is, like Vince brought him in because he's they're targeting an, an age demographic, not a race demographic. But is he the guy? Well, obviously he's not bringing him in. The majority of Raw's audience and SmackDown, WWE's audience in general, is over fifty. You think if people fifty and older are listening to Bad Bunny? It's not. <laughs> no, what? 
No, no, no. I know they're not. What I'm telling you is what they're trying to do is they're trying to add to the demographics they're not doing well in. That's why they brought him in. It's not working. All right. Maybe it's not working, but he got a huge pop tonight. He did a nice job. I'm telling you why they did it, whether it works, whether we don't know if it worked yet or not. Um, I mean, maybe it did because considering he got a, he got a big pop in the crowd and I guarantee you, I think, dude, you're telling me that 25,000 people sitting at WrestleMania were all 50 year olds. I don't buy that. I, I think that not WrestleMania, but it's not going to translate. It's re- like you said, you, you might don't... be right. You might be right. It may not translate. It may not help them in the demographic, but they're, what they're doing is they're targeting the demographic though. I mean, have you seen. I could see it if M- if MTV still played fucking music and music television was good. Well, they haven't in fucking twenty years. Exactly, but I mean, have you seen uh, clips on the news or any entertainment things? Bad Bunny's in the ring. Look at that. But see, here's the thing: I here. cannot answer that question for you because I don't follow it. But the thing is, even if he was, it's not. I mean, even if they did, but, but go- they're, listen, they're not bringing Bad Bunny in to target you and me. No, but here's my thing. Okay, you turn on TMZ. This is, but this is this is the problem. Like we sit here and say they should only do things we like, but they're getting their our our audience is the audience they're getting. So they're doing something to try to get a younger audience, and now we're going to crush them for it because it's not working. <laughs> and here's why it's not working. I guarantee it, it, it didn't. It didn't work. But the but the attempt was the attempt was correct. Here, here's here's why I think it's not working. They are going after, oh, we want to be featured on TMZ. We want to be featured on whatever entertainment. So, and let me ask you this. Who's going to get more clips from this WrestleMania on, on all of those sites you're talking about? TMZ, ESPN, everything else. Is it going to be, it'll probably be Bad Bunny. Yes, but here's the thing. It's how they talk about it. Anytime, or, okay, Anytime an athlete is on ESPN, like Gronk or whatever, look at what Gronk's doing. He's doing the wrestling. They treat it like it's a fucking, oh, look, here he goes doing the wrestling. You know, that's how they're going to translate Bad Bunny. Look at Bad Bunny jumping off the top rope doing the wrestling. Whoa. <laughs> and they don't treat it like, I'm not saying treat it serious, like it's a sport. So, I mean, I mean, what, what, how, like, what do you want WWE to do about that? WWE can't do any. They WWE can act like, hey, if you're gonna run our clips and shit, could you at least try so, to so do you, treat? Do you the want them not to try? Do you want them not to try to target the demographic they're not, not doing well in? It's not. It's not about the. But the thing is, when the demographic looks and sees Bad Bunny on TMZ doing wrestling, and the and the TMZ people are sitting there treating it like it's the lowest. Yeah, but it might put it. It might put wrestling on somebody's radar that no. it wasn't on. It, not when it's being treated and talked about by those TMZ sites like it's the lowest know. form of fucking entertainment in the world. Like like it's still a bunch of hillbillies watching. I, know. This, I think like you have this like cornet thing where you guys think like you got to hold like fucking wrestling to this like biblical fucking standard where like if you have you, to genuflect to everything that wrestling does. Like there's there's something to be said for press. If you walk up to people, casual people right now, and go, do you watch wrestling? They fucking laugh at you because they they think it's a fucking hillbilly <laughs> thing. It's like NASCAR, man. Right. So you're what you just said. What you you just made the argument for me. It's a joke. It's like NASCAR. It's a hillbilly thing. So they bring in a international pop star 
they bring in and 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 they're bringing in Logan Paul for a YouTube star. So I mean, do you see do you see a theme here? Yeah, the, I, so I you're telling me that everybody views wrestling as like goober fucking deep south goober yeah. wrestling fans that Here's don't take showers and shop at Walmart. And what Vince said I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in Bad Bunny and I'm going to bring in Logan Paul and I'm going to shoot for the demographic we're not getting and try to change that perception. But then you and guys like Cornette kill him Do- for it. It doesn't change the perception because but, but he's attempting to change it, though. And it's wrong. It's not. It's and never- how's it wrong? How's it wrong? It's never because they need to know it's, it's wrong because you don't like it, dude. It's here's the thing. No, if you, you don't like it. So it's wrong. If you know, it's not that I'm telling you, if you take a person in their twenties, right? Dude, I'll be honest with you until, until I saw B- bad bunny wrestle tonight and saw that he put, he put his all into it. And I really didn't know much about him before I would, I probably would have said the same thing to you. This is wrong. But now that I'm seeing that he's international pop star and he could put 20,000 seat, he could fill a 20,000 seat arena without WWE. And, and then they're bringing in guys like Logan Paul who had, who fucking, they sold a million pay-per-views fucking boxing doing all this stuff on their own. What they're doing is they're targeting people who aren't watching wrestling by bringing these people in. I and think you like you guys don't like that. So you and, and and listen, if you're talking about pure wrestling, do I think it adds a lot to the wrestling show? I agree with you. It doesn't. But what but what they're doing is it's it's the same thing. I didn't like the idea that the AEW brought Shaq in. I thought it was ridiculous. But what? when I looked at the rating, I said, you know what? It, it, it accomplished what they were trying to accomplish for one week. For one week, and then everybody who tuned in to see him too. But, but, but what you're saying is because you don't like it, and because it hasn't worked yet, that they should stop doing it. But it's the not- problem is, bro, we're all gonna get old, and if they don't get young people watching these shows, they're going to end. They're not okay. Here's so the what thing. do you want them to do? They're not gonna get younger younger people watching by doing this shit because the younger people look at this and go, "Oh my god, how could he have sunk so low that he's doing the fucking wrestling now?" He looks. Like I mean, a- that's your assumption on it. He looks like a fucking game. But you also, but dude, you also just told me that only Spanish people listen to Bad Bunny, and I, in a quick Google search, I proved that wrong. So I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And and, and listen, I the other thing too is like I didn't watch SmackDown. This people, what Logan Paul was doing, and they're all people our age that watch wrestling, and nobody had an answer, and they all think it's ridiculous because we're all sitting here on our like little fucking wrestling soapbox saying, oh my god, they have to do everything perfect for wrestling. I'm as guilty as you. I'm not even really, I'm calling us all out right now, including myself, but now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm starting to see, like, I'm seeing their vision here a little bit. I, is it perfect? Is it ideal? No. Is it working yet? Maybe not. But what, but when when I literally just did a show two days ago, breaking down demographics of ratings and where they're losing them, they're losing those ratings in 18 to 34. They bring in pop stars. They bring in YouTube stars who could bring that demographic back. Yeah, it might not be work, working yet, but I, they're, they're seeing what, what we're seeing in the ratings, and they're trying to do something about it. I think that, you know, the the demographic, I think they have gone up in the demo a little bit. I'm no, they haven't. <laughs> I mean, maybe by like one, two milli, you know, whatever the... Well, well, well it depends on what show we're talking about. Well, look, take a look at this, okay? Are we, the, or if you're talking about Raw? Go yes. home show for WrestleMania for Raw. Did 1.70 million viewers held steady from last week? 
It declined in the 1849 for the go home show. Yeah, I know. I did. I did. I broke that down. I did. I broke that down on the. So it's obvious that but, that crowd that they're wanting to draw in featured. But they're also they're also doing 20 point, 25 points better than AEW or NXT for that matter in the 18 to 34 P. I mean, well, the 18 to 34, just I just read they went down. No, no, no. You read 18 to 49 P. They went down. I, what I'm saying is in 18 to 34 P, which is, do you, do you remember? And I broke this down on my show, so it's kind of repetitive, but you didn't hear it. So I'll bring it up again. Do you remember when everybody went fucking batshit crazy that one week where AEW beat Raw in the 18 to 34 P demographic for like, like they got like a 32 and Raw got like a 31. You remember that? It was probably yeah. like six months ago. Okay. So that's, that's where AEW was then. Do you want to know what AEW did in that demographic this week? What's that? Of 0.15. Mm. Less than half. Less than half. But they're st- but they and and their their 18 to 49p went down also. You, I understand advertisers use that 18 to 49p. So that's what you look at. That's what we talked about. That's where you get the overall ranking in the night. What I'm saying is when you look at the 18 to 34, which is that one of those target areas where you get younger people when you bring in bad bunnies and logan pauls you're looking for that you're also looking to 12 to 34 in that rank and and obviously 12 year olds and up from for that's why you're bringing in those people they're trying to bring young people in is it working yet does it work out with the classic wrestling people of course it doesn't but when you're when you're talking about being an entertainment company and trying to generate more fans and trying to look at your longevity i under, i literally understand why they're doing what they're doing and they oh. actually found a guy this time who put his heart into it it work yeah i mean i understand what you're saying i just don't think it's going to work over time you know, it might not, but I, I just, my, my thing is, I agree with you. It might not work over time. And I don't know. I don't know that it's the best approach to have like a great, like classic wrestling show. Like we like to see, I agree with you from that point, but I also see from a business standpoint, why they're trying this stuff. I mean, and and you know what? They might not hit on bad bunny. They might not hit on Logan Paul, but maybe down the road, they do hit on somebody. And that's probably what they're looking at. They're damn sure not going to hit on Logan Paul. <laughs> no, I I know they're not too. But I'm just saying is, like, but they they clearly have a plan here. And also, maybe they should maybe they should too instead of trying to bring in these fucking. I mean, but but but, but here's the thing is, I mean, is it any different than AEW bringing in fucking Mike Tyson this week? It didn't help their fucking rating. No, and it didn't help their fucking ratings. And I fucking well, that's also because they advertised it. They only put it out there 24 hours before the fucking show. They well, didn't advertise that shit a week in advance. Next week, we got Mike Tyson. But do you really think it would have made that big a difference? Probably not. And here's the thing. By bringing in Mike Tyson, I, 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 let's look at it this way. Just compare and contrast there. WWE brings in Bad Bunny, international pop star, demographics probably 13 to 30, let's say. Logan Paul, YouTube star. Under 30, right? Same thing. AEW, Mike Tyson. Bro, when Mike Tyson was in his prime, that demographic wasn't even alive yet. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you it's badass Mike Tyson, and everybody knows who he is. I get that. 
But at the same point, like AEW's, like, w- like Tony Khan was a Mike Tyson fan when he grew up, right? And that's why he brings him in. I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Vince is bringing in Bad Bunny because he's a Bad Bunny fan. I think Vince probably went to his his board, his staff, whatever, and said, who are the young stars we can bring in that could possibly do a decent job so we could get some younger viewers? I mean, it's... Again, it's not going to make for the greatest wrestling show, but you can also see from a business standpoint what he's thinking. Right. Um, Logan, and, and and you have the caveat here where the guy actually did a good job. Kudos to him. And yeah. Edwards brought up a good point, too. If they gave you a better better camera angle on his uh, on his destroyer, it probably would have looked, be- looked better because he gave you like that. Like this, you needed the side if, angle. If he would have done it in the ring instead of outside, it would have yeah, been. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know? they probably would have a better ankle, and you would have got a better. You would have got a better landing too. Kudos to this guy. I'm not saying that only Latin people listen to him. I, I just said that I don't. I think that's his primary demographic. Well, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, it's probably a big part of it. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. Because Grammys, he didn't win best award overall. He won best Latin album. So I mean, he sings Latin music, but they're also yeah. calling him a pop star. That's my point. But I think that. It's not going to work over time unless they convince this guy to keep working. Unless they can convince this guy to keep coming. Well, if they keep him there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Hey, well, here's the thing. It, so he has to be on Raw this week, right? Because he left us wanting more. I'll say what, that. He left us wanting more of him. Right. But but if you if you see these videos on TMZ and you know ESPN and you know E and E and MTV, wherever else they're going to show him. Um, what you would want is people to see those and then to tune in on Monday to see more. I would want the E network or whoever's doing it to treat it like it with a little bit of dignity and not go, Oh God, he stooped down to hillbilly level. You know, <laughs> well, that, that's my point with all those shows that do get this kind of shit featured. That's what WWE wants. Okay. Cause they're all about social media and they want to reach out to the company. Well, they're, they're probably thinking a lot of YouTube hits with these videos it, too. That, but the problem is, is that these fucking people who even on YouTube, who do the reaction videos that everybody watches, they see wrestling as, Oh my God, there he goes doing the wrestling thing. If WWE can find a way to go, Hey, we don't mind you talking about this, but could you try to treat it with a little bit of dignity and not, you know, there are some of this our This is fam- like a wrestling inferiority complex. <laughs> but that's, that's how the media sees it. That's yeah, how. I, I, yeah, I know. We, we've so, dealt with this. Like, being a wrestling fan, you know, you watch that. Oh, what, exactly. are, you, what are you, a kid? Exactly. I, I know. I know, bro. So I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. To have, could you convince the media to go, hey, you know, right. like. Guys, here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to look into this throughout the day tomorrow or today, considering it's after midnight and I'm going to see how many, no, 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 you're fine. I'm going to see how many YouTube hits bad bunny gets and see what else I could find out. And we'll, we'll bring this back up with the other guys tomorrow and let's see like, Oh, white house is going to rip me apart. (laughs) (laughs) No white house, white house. I mean, white house gave him credit, but he, I he probably agrees with you about the fact that he hates bad bunny being there. And I'm not even saying that I love it. I'm, I just see what they're trying to do. Um, no, but I want to see, like, I'll, I'll compare like bad bunny clips from WrestleMania to other WrestleMania clips and see if there, if there's a difference, you know what I'm saying? Just to see if there's 
a shift or anything where more people are checking it out or something. So I'll keep an eye on it and I'll bring it up tomorrow. But we'll we'll and we'll and and I'd love to, and honestly I want to hear what Edwards Edwards and White House have to say about it anyway. There's a there's a clip right now of it's Bad Bunny and Damian Priest show out at WrestleMania. That's a horrible title for a fucking what does show out mean? Um what what's the it's basically, let me see, is it them, is it like a, it's a one minute long clip. No, but who, who posted it? WWE did. Okay. And how many views is that? Do I know? What's yeah. that? Uh, what, yeah, you, man. How many views does it have? Yeah. Okay, so basically this is a one minute long clip of them doing suplex, the stereo suplexes. I do think that Bad Bunny, you know showed more personality in this match than he has any time he's appeared on Raw. Because I watched the Saturday Night Live performance where he's there with the belt, and whatever you were reading about him is very fucking true. He's stoic 90% of the time. And that's not what WWE wants or needs. Um, but this is like a one-minute, ten, one-minute, ten-second-long clip of him doing that dive and shit like that. And I think maybe he does the Destroyer right here. Yeah. Got the crowd going. That crowd was going ape shit for him. Got they really were, dude. So it's him doing the dive. They love the entrance, too. Here it is. They just posted this thing. It's 69,000 views already. It's probably going to hit a million by in the morning. I mean, and yeah, that's overnight. Yeah. We, you we, you got to look at it around noon tomorrow when everybody yeah, wakes up. When it stalls out, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. He left me wanting more. I want to see more personality with the guy in his promos. It would help if he could learn a little bit of English. Just saying. Um, dude, you laugh, and I know, but dude, I'm telling you right now. The fact that <laughs> no, I'm just what he said, that mean, like, you think the guy's like, I'm gonna go take English classes so I can speak I, at a WWE I gonna, show. I was gonna say the fact that I gotta go get a Rosetta Stone just to understand this guy's. Oh purpose. come on! Um, I mean, but then again, you can watch a New Japan show and see that when people are pissed off at speaking Japanese. So. Dude, that's my biggest bitch about New Japan is like after like a big show, like at Wrestle Kingdom, when like Okada wins and he sits there and speaks in Japanese. There's no subtitles or there's nobody telling you what he's saying. Yeah, well, so I'm sitting there and watching him. All I can understand is like IWGP. Now like they, they say IWGP a hundred times and you can't understand another word. You haven't really, you haven't watched lately then, because I got that Chris Charlton guy sitting there translating for you. Oh uh, yeah, that's recent. That's very recent. That's about uh, it's, it's within the last couple of years since he's been there. Years? Or, well, I say about a year now. Yeah, is uh, yeah. I mean, that's very recent. Gato, Gato. I mean, he I, does he do the whole thing though? Like, I feel like he just gives you bullet points. Uh, he he'll sit there and translate it, especially when they're cutting a good promo. They took him off the damn announce team. And people bitched so much that they had to put him back on. <laughs> so, um, but they could have, I mean, and, and he's sitting there with Damian Priest, who's also speaking Spanish. Can't Damian Priest be a translator? Look at, okay, one good thing AEW is doing is that fucking Spanish announcer who's a fucking amazing heel translating for the Lucha Brothers. You know, yeah. says this. Can't you have Damian Priest doing this for Bad Bunny? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, but how many promos is he really cutting? He's, he's not. What? He, he's been all over that fucking show since he since the Rumble. He's yeah, not, I know, but they're not having him cut intricate promos though. 
No, they're sitting there in the back and he's talking Spanish to fucking Damien Priest and then promo bot 5000 walks up asks a stupid question and bad bunny says something in spanish and then damian priest says something back to him in spanish and then says something about how they're gonna beat morrison's yeah i mean that's it's a weird spot because how do you how do you have priest act like a interpreter in like just like a generic spot it's english that's why no 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 what i'm saying is they're sitting there they're sitting there in a generic spot. What do you want Damian Priest to stand up and be like, he just said blah, 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 blah. Well, and he, you know, have the it's, not like, it's not like they're getting interviewed and then he's not they doing are. it. But, but the thing is, is that he, they'll sit there and they'll speak in Spanish amongst each other. And I get that, okay? They're there hanging out. But when you have the freaking interviewer come in. And I mean, most of their backstage spots suck now. Anyway, let's be honest. And, and the Bad Bunny, I mean, you got Riddle acting like a fucking pothead. Like it's stupid. Well, I mean, and Bad Bunny can speak a little bit of English, but it wouldn't hurt. Okay, Spanish is your primary language. When Promobot Five Thousand walks up and asks her a stupid question, he should be talking in Spanish because that gets over to the demographic that they're trying to get. And number two, Damian Priest can 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 translate. <laughs> Then cut his half of the promo, and it make it make it work, you know. But they're they're not really doing that. They're you know, it's like when Oscar speaks fucking English now. Her Maybe English they should have like Sony Deville. Like, could she speak Spanish? Maybe she could be like the lesbian trend later. They could click all the boxes on one. <laughs> <Another one. laughs> I just gotta break your. I'm sorry. I gotta break your balls. Oh, we're gonna need another bunny. <laughs> dude it was I, I honestly i thought it was funny when the miz and and uh johnny drip drip i like the johnny drip drip like they came it. out with all the bunnies in the ring yeah you know it's funny too because bad bunny came about like just when AEW started pushing like the bunny again yeah <laughs> so so me and edwards are like fucking with each other with the whole bunny thing we're like oh yeah this bunny pal and that bunny pal like look at all these bunnies <laughs> Here comes Peter Cottontail. Hop down the... Oh, yeah, the bunny. So what are we going to do? We're going to have 17 bunnies in the ring. Yeah, pal. Did you notice the thing instantly? Hey, listen. Everybody wanted the NXT roster on WrestleMania, and he got them. People want... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get at least one bad tweet for that one. (laughs) The people on Twitter are sitting there going, oh, did you see that one? His tail fell off. Oh, look, one of them <laughs> off <in> here. <laughs> and what they don't want, it's it's all your indie favorites dressed as bunnies. So yeah. how do you feel about yourself right now? It's all the people who worked GCW last night, probably. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, let's get to the main event. This match was fucking amazing. I loved every minute of it. The t- <sighs> thing at the end i hate it but i like it at the same time because it does look cool it sounds cool you with, legit- the, uh, with the hair with the weave yeah you legitimately get cut open by that you I can't mean, you like, fucked her up she- with that yeah it's not the first time she's done it she done it no, she's i done- think i saw her do that in nxt before yeah, she's done it once before in nxt um how that's not seen as a dq I don't know. I was thinking, yeah, but I mean, here's me. But how's it different from a like a a chop from your hand, though? Because it's not your hand. It's not. It's. But it's it's, part of your body. It's not. It's fake. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not her real hair, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, what are we gonna start doing? Like saying like you can't use your weave. <laughs> I know. Here's Joe thinking too much into the fucking wrestling. I mean, I was more worried about the fact she was fucking crying before the match started. Yeah, she was. Well, I think here's part of it, though. On 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 cool truth. I shredded her for crying at the end of the Royal Rumble. I will say this. We did it. Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. It's fucking horror. Like you're supposed to be playing a fucking character. And when she started crying before the match, I'm like, is this bitch really crying? Not to call her a bitch, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I I will say she was I was just glad when she won. She didn't bawl her eyes out. Yeah, Um, there was a weird spot in this match. though. I don't know if you picked up on it. Uh, Bianca was up in the corner. And. I don't even know what happened. Uh, Sasha like came over and was like looking to do something, and it looked like she missed it, and then she kind of ex- hyperextended her knee, and then it looked like she went for something else, like she was going to double care. I have to rewatch it again just to see what actually happened. It was just like the whole timing was off. Like Sasha was doing one thing, and Bianca was doing something totally That's, different. I mean, I love the match, don't get me wrong, and, and it delivered as far as a main event goes. Um I'm happy for both of them. I don't know what you do with uh, Sasha from here. Bianca I'm not a big deserves. Bianca Belair fan. I got to be honest. Yes, I, I am. I'm a big fan of her work. Uh, she can, when she wants to, she can work. I'm not a fan of the crying because here she is going, I'm the biggest, the baddest, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, but that's why well, I'm the EST, but I'm crying. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I, I had a pun if you let me get to it. <laughs> I, she's the biggest, the baddest. I'm sitting there going, you're also the whiniest fucking person. On this damn roster, <laughs> and you know it, it 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 does not fit the character. Winning the you know it would be happy. To, all the uh, did you see all the lips on her gear? Yeah, maybe they should change those to like teardrops. Maybe you know <laughs> have her put the teardrop on the eye like the Undertaker oh, did. Back in the so bad, dude. I mean, let's let's be honest. If you're looking at the top wrestlers on this roster, that the ones that I think like. Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, um, Bailey. Oh God, Bailey on this show. Shayna Baszler. People are. If you were to bring Ronda back, I mean, I'd probably still put Sasha. I mean, she's not even in the top five. Nothing against her. She's just not. I think they've done a good job pushing her, though. Oh, they did because here's how they pushed her. Well, they they pushed her huge. In two Royal Rumbles. And and going into Mania season, what what is the driving force to Mania season is the Royal Rumble. Right. Um I would listen, I'm not trying to knock her. I re- I'm really not. I hate the crying. It it turned me off to her. Um I thought she was okay in NXT. I just think there's better wrestlers on the roster. And the best wrestlers aren't always gonna be in the main event. I get that. Um, I'm not even like I like she's in the main event. I'm I'm not upset that she was in it. I thought the match was decent. I don't think it was great. I thought it was the typical Sasha match, and that's kind of where I'm at with Sasha. I don't love Sasha. I don't hate Sasha. Um, if you were to tell me that we were going to get another Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, I would have thought that that would be the best women's match on either card you could put on. We're not getting that, but I mean that's I. They did a great job. They main event for WrestleMania. It was a big deal. The crowd was into it. Um, it felt big. 
And and what I'll say is, even though she cried before the match, which I thought was fucking atrocious, after the match she was a little she was a little better. She yeah. had more she had more of her swag after the match, which I was happy because I'm like, if she balls her eyes out, like this is gonna get to the point where it's just ridiculous. She did ball her eyes out, and she balled her eyes out on did this. She really though. She she balled her eyes out in this YouTube clip I just watched. Um, but, well, no, no, but is that in the ring or is that? Oh, it's her riding in the golf cart back to the women's locker room. See, that doesn't bother me as much. And, and she's sitting there. This is like a dream. It feels like a dream. See, see I, I, I listen. In in a, in a perfect world, I get what you're saying. You, we shouldn't see that. But we're not in that world anymore. No. Like if they, if WWE did a twenty four seven, they would show that. Oh yeah, but. And then she started- I just I just want her to be in character while she's in the ring, like right after the match. That's what that's what I'm getting at. And then she starts praying while she's riding on the golf cart, and, and two seconds into the prayer, she's breaking down in tears. I mean, yeah, I mean that that doesn't bother me as much though, because that's like it's it's like that's honestly, if you're gonna cry about it and over the you know emotions, that's where it should be. It shouldn't be in the ring where you're still being your care. Like that yeah. would be like Hulk Hogan. You know, beating Andre the Giant, body slamming him, and then deciding to like ball his eyes out before he flexed for everybody. Right, like that you, would just be terrible. Do you think we're past? Okay, I get it. You're emotional. You won the title, but you knew you were going to win the fucking title before the match. <laughs> That's why she was crying. As I, I'm no, not. A, I think. I think a, the crowd. I think the moment she's main eventing WrestleMania, at least the first night, and the crowd cheering. She got in the ring, and I think the moment was just a little big for her. And I think the same thing happened at the Royal Rumble. And I, my point is, is you're playing a fucking character, be in fucking character. Yes, exactly. I could see it if, you know, um, that goes back to my Sonya Deville point. You're playing a character, be a fucking character. But <laughs> even though you're there as an analyst, your character is there as an analyst. An anyway. anal- She's an analyst. Analyst, yeah. Anyway. I'll give her that analyst. We got many cocks around here, pal. Why do you think we had so much bunnies? We're going to fuck like rabbits after the show. Anyway. <laughs> but here's my thing. You know, you are we... I'm not a worker. I'm not a wrestler. Never have been in the business. Never claimed to be in the business. So I don't know what it's like for somebody to win a title and be elevated. You know, she's elevated into a spot now. She's the woman, you know? Right. Um... Are we past the point of breaking down like this after matches in the locker room? Because crying, they say when Ultimate Warrior beat Hogan, Hogan walks backstage and all Warrior's sitting in the shower crying his eyes out because he won the belt. I mean, that was huge, though. Yeah, but I mean, nowadays in this in this day and age, they told you you were going to. Oh, oh, I I see what you're saying. They told you you're going to win the belt. Okay, you knew you were going to win the belt. Okay, granted, you probably didn't tell your family. Her fucking dad, I thought, was going to... Here's here's the difference. When that happened with Hogan and Warrior, that was like a very long build. Um, And that title meant a lot back then. Here's the thing. This was not a long build. Half this fucking build was her trying to make her decision of who she wanted to face. Which I hate that. Yeah. So, but as Bianca Belair the person... If that's her real name, probably not. But all right, I'm Joe White, and I'm going to get out there. I'm told by Vince, I'm going to win the fucking belt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. The match goes on. 
the person I'm working with hopefully jobs for me and works professionally. <laughs> yeah, like the famous story where Hogan was like, I didn't know if Andre was going to go through with it. Exactly. But let's say, you know, whoever drops well, the t- I mean, she had the she had the uh, unique fortune of having like a fucking 90 pound girl she was wrestling. Well, I mean, my thing, my thing here is that, okay, I'm going to get to three count. In character, I'm going to act excited. Yay, I just won the belt. But when I get back through that curtain, I'm going to thank whoever I wrestled for the match. If people are applauding me backstage, say thank you. But I'm not going to break down and like, it's still real to me, damn it. Maybe that's just uh, me. Given uh, Here's the thing, though. I, and I'm, I'll defend her in is, this. Is this common for pro wrestlers? Like your boy Taven, he wins the world title tomorrow. Is he breaking down like this backstage? Probably not. I did see I did see him break down in the ring before, but that was right after he was very injured at final battle and he had to vacate his NEW title and we like streamered him and it was that was just raw emotion about being injured and everything else. Totally different. Oh yeah. Totally I different. see see the thing is though, like I don't the, her crying backstage doesn't bother me. Her crying in the ring bothers me. Well, I mean, it, uh, I'm wondering, though, is this common for wrestlers to treat it like... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh uh, um... You were going to be in the spot to me. I would break down and cry when Vince tells me, hey, you're going to win it. Oh, my I don't God. Know. Do you, you, let, you know? I'll, I'll ask you this, because I don't know the answer, and I, maybe you saw a video or not. Like, it, a, after WrestleMania 31, did Seth Rollins cry after the cash-in? I don't know. Uh, did Daniel Bryan cry after WrestleMania 30? Backstage, see, I think he did. Well, I, I think he did. But my thing is, is that, and I know you got all see, this. See, but I think once you go backstage, that's killed. That's dude, if you out of, but dude, if you in, in whatever in whatever job or whatever you do in life, if you reach the pinnacle of what you're doing, like I could see that raw emotion coming over. But my point is. If you if, like when you're in the ring, you're you're an actor, you're playing a character, you're you're on a TV show, blah blah blah. But once once the you know the cameras are turned off and you're going back, that raw emotion, I mean that that part about it doesn't bother. Like, dude, I've seen fighters cry in the middle of. Yeah, but they're not told ahead of time that they're going to win the fight. Right, 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 but that's why it doesn't bother me when it happens. But to me, it's like okay, I've seen fighters cry when they lose, and. I, I, you know, not in that ring. I don't get it. I haven't. But, been... but what I'm saying is, when they go backstage, that's just human raw emotion. Yeah, you but... you need to be good enough when you're in that ring to not let that happen. I, I look at it this way: if Vince McMahon comes up to me, you're winning the strap tomorrow, pal. We're gonna dress you up as a bunny when you do you it. You probably cry right after he tells you, and then you're exactly. ready for it when you win it. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, sir, for the opportunity. Thank you. I wanted this my whole life. I promise you, I won't. I let won't you let you down. Blah blah yeah. blah. So, but then you go out and have the match. I think maybe they're crying because the match was so fucking good. But I mean, I mean, was that match really that good that you should cry about it? <laughs> like, I don't think it was that good. Uh, not that maybe that's my. I mean, it was good. It was a good match. But like, if you're telling me like Randy Savage and and uh, and um, Steamboat and Steamboat fucking cried after their match because it was that good, I'd be like, all right, like that hey, match was nowhere near as good as that. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna get chastised for this. I know women are far more emotional than men are. Of course. 
Well, I mean, in 2021, is that true, though? Like, there's a lot of bitch-ass men out there. Shout out to my, yo, I, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to disagree with you. I think right now there's probably as many tough women as there are tough men, because I think there's a lot of pussy-ass guys out there. And that's just, that's me downing on guys, nothing, having nothing new to do with women. Like, um, the missus recently got a promotion at work. I'll be honest with you. I shed some tears for her because I know how hard she's worked to get there. But she never shed a fucking tear about it. You know, I went out and bought her flowers and a cake and all this shit because I was oh, like, you know, romantic white. Look at that. It was also we right knew away. we had a romantic side, dude. Dude, it, it, I love wooing a woman. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> but anyway. Um, it was also her oh, birthday. Man. It was actually hours now. It was on her birthday when she re- when she was told she got the promotion. There you go. So it's like I, I sat here and watched her work because she works from home. So I've sat here and watched the shit that she's had to go through for the last seven years that we've been together. So to see her actually advance because she's gotten passed up for promotions before. So to get finally get him on and to be able to get off the phones and away from customers and shit. You were like, happy for her. I was so happy for her, but she didn't cry. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Like, you pussy. <laughs> her dad. Her dad was here too, and I had tears in my. I didn't full on ball like a baby, but I had tears in my eyes. Happy ones, you know. I can get emotional like that and be comfortable with it, but it's like if. But you. you it's not like I I'm going to I I'm think not, everybody has their emotional side, but I think it's for different you reasons. You, get, you cry when you get the promotion. Okay. But the first day. I'm the opposite. I'm more, I get more emotional for like, I, I don't do the happy tears thing, I guess. I'd say. So my, my thing is that. That's just me. I don't think there's anything wrong with it though. My, my thing is that if I get a promotion, I'm going to cry when they tell me that I got the promotion. Maybe. I'm not going to go on, on burst into the office on my first day there, look at my desk, and break down and go, oh, my God, you know? If I won the lottery, I might cry. So if I, you won the lottery, yeah, that's crying. I probably would cry. And then you got to make sure you're not, you know, cursed, because everybody who wins the lottery seems to be cursed. Right. But this like, guy, All right, Jazz, school's paid for. Here you go. Boom. <laughs> Pay off my parents' bills and house. Boom. Here you go. You know, throw a little love at my brother so he could fucking pay off his practice. And then I'm moving south, baby. <laughs> you wouldn't laugh. I might cry about of, uh, I might cry out of like joy. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, dude, I would get a dude. I would get. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. I can move down south and it, it might take a little bit because they'll be like, oh, I hope you're not, you know, because they're automatically going to assume I'm like some fucking liberal Yankee, which I'm not at all. Anybody will tell you. No. And once, gonna, once everybody really got to know me, they would be like, oh, this guy's, you know, he's good. They're not going to assume Trust. that you're liberal. They're going to assume that you're rude as fuck because everybody north of the Mason Dixon is rude as fuck. To yeah. Me. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't like that stigma, but it's true. And the, but the other thing too is like everybody down south thinks if you're from Connecticut you're rich. Yeah, true. If you're because my daughter deals with that at school. Oh man. And I mean, I'm not like I'm not starving, but I'm not rich. 
She's good. I she's promise good. You, I'm we not rich. Ghetto, we have ghettos in Connecticut too, people. <laughs> the problem, dude, I, come up here. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show oh, you. Sure. I've been through there. I've driven through there. Oh no, I know you. I'm talking to the listener. It's a fucking dump. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a dump in some areas, but then there's super fucking. Yeah. There's like it's like Connecticut's anywhere. weird because you can get like the sticks. You could get like the trashy cities. You can get like the fucking, you know, I don't know, white trashy area. But then you get like the insanely rich area too. Like there we cover we cover it all. I mean, it's it's like that down here too. I could take yeah. you like where I'm at. It's country well, because well. Northern Virginia is like fucking DC light different world now. <laughs> They want to be D.C. so fucking bad. But anyway, everybody from D.C. and Maryland moved to fucking northern Virginia. There's people that there's people that fucking commute from Richmond two hours north up to D.C. just so that they could say they work in D.C. It's fucking stupid. D.C. is a fucking shithole. It is. Um, but Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, was this the match? Knowing what we know now, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But was this the match to close the show? Do you think they did the good right thing here? Yeah, yes I do. I I thought honestly, I don't think the match was great. I'm not the biggest Belair fan, but I did sense that it was a moment. Um where does Sasha Banks go from here? Does she disappear for a little while? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Now, if they were You know, to get to get to your point about closing it, it um, and the I, I felt like it was a moment, but I also felt like none of those other matches could top it either. Like if you if you put this match tomorrow, I think there's probably two or three that could close over it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think I think the way that it was it was done it was done specifically to do this, which is fine. And given given the the card it was on the night it was on. I think they made the right choice. I don't and listen, I don't think this match was great. I'm not saying I do. I do think that the overall deal with it was a moment. I think people are into it. And you know, it, it I don't look at this as the WrestleMania main event. Neither you do know I. what I mean? The WrestleMania main event's tomorrow. Exactly. And I'm not saying it's I'm not saying that to down on the people from tonight. The right people close tonight. But the, the, the you know the big main events tomorrow, and here. yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Um, I just saw a really fucking thing. Good thing on Facebook. I'll share it with you here in a second because it involves Matt Riddle, um, <laughs> and he does his character no favors. Like they're not booking him like a shithead. He really is a shithead. But, uh, um, does the uh, no shoes thing bother you with him? No. All right. I, I like the no shoes thing. I like the kicking off of the flip flops. Right. I don't like the bro. And I'm the cheap knockoff of Rob Van Dam mixed with Spicoli from Fast Times. No. Um, when I see him, I think of who he, he acts Taker was talking about on the pot on the Rogan podcast. Yeah. Um. They announced WrestleMania is in Dallas. I'm getting next year or Houston. Yeah. No, no, it's it's Dallas. Dallas, Dallas next year, and then L.A. the year after. 
I'm sick of them going to the same cities, like the same rotation well, cities. No, no. I'm gonna. I'll, to be fair, it was supposed to be in L.A. this year. Well, and yeah, I, but but here's the thing. But they moved it to Dallas because here's the reason they moved it to Dallas next year because he knows he could fill that stadium in Texas next year, and he was worried that he won't be able to in L.A. So he gave it another year, and and that's a 100% why he did it. Jim, good old Texan Democrats, you ain't going to wear no mask when they well, go. Jer- I mean, Jerry Jones owns I mean, Jerry Jones had the most fans watch football games this year already. So, I mean, and then you had the Texas Rangers. They had a full stadium for their opening day. They're, you know, what, a, a hop, skip, and a jump? Yeah. I said Democrats. I meant them good old Texan Republicans. <laughs> We're bringing our guns in our, you ain't bringing no masks, but we'll bring our guns to WrestleMania and we'll shoot them off when they guns in the arena. Stop. Stop. You see, oh, now you sound like a Democrat. Oh, they bring their guns in the arena. We need gun tread, control. Don't tread on me there, AC. I'll bring my gun where I damn well toot and want to bring my gun and ain't no. Well, according to Joe Biden, you could buy whatever you want at a gun show and you could get a hunter round clip at a gun show and you don't even need a background check. I'm not going there, but I'm just telling you. I Have you ever been to Texas? I have not. Oh, my God. That's how people think down there. It's all fucking Republicans. And except for Austin, Austin is like the only, I, yeah, I it's like the liberal Texas city It's like liberal, but other than that, yeah, that's why the crime race through the fucking roof yeah, in Austin. It's all fucking Republicans and they're going to, they, they wear those guns that are actually cigarette lighters on their hips and they're going to bring those into the AT&T stadium along with their fucking cowboy hat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring my six shooter on each side and I'm going to get a draw down with Joe White. Ain't no bad bunny going to hurt our wrestling. You don't <laughs> want that bad bunny. He can go back down there south of the border at Mexico. <laughs> um, Puerto Rico, not Mexico. Oh, it's all the same thing to us down here in Texas, all them foreigners. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, the way it's going, I mean, Texas is going to be half fucking Central, Central American by the end of the year. Um, But what I'm saying is they, they, they're going to run they're going to run L.A. They ran L.A. before. Yeah, they, the following yeah, year. They're probably going to go back to but New uh, York. But that's the whole brand new football stadium they haven't run yet. Yeah, either. but they're going to go back to fucking New York again, probably. Yeah, but why not? They'll go back down to fucking New Orleans. Why not pick somewhere like Minneapolis has been begging one for years? You know where I want WrestleMania? I want WrestleMania in Paducah, Kentucky. Oh, you know where I... I did a video about this. It's on my <laughs> channel. I want WrestleMania in Iowa. No, I got somewhere even more remote, and this is it. And it's so remote, and there's nothing around. I it. don't want people to talk about wrestling like it's the redneck sport, but I want it in the redneck community. Wait till you come down to Texas. Here, we're gonna roast a damn pig right there in the ring. <laughs> anyway, I did a video. They had a dirt race, Charlotte or uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. Okay. I saw something about that. You can hold, you can hold well over a hundred and <laughs> people in that track. They have dirt match had, wrestling. Well, dude, they they have, they brung in the dirt. The the damn surface is actually concrete. <laughs> my point. My point. I can't. See, I, dude, I can't with you right now. Yankee ass laughing at this, but let me make my point. They ran college football games there, and packed that fucking place. 
They want WWE to come there. They're putting a roof on the fucking racetrack so that they could get more events other than NASCAR to come there. The problem is it's Bristol fucking Tennessee. Nothing is around there. The closest place that you can hold access and have hotels and everything I'm like that. I'm going to Knoxville in the summer. It's th- exactly. It's three. It's two and a half hours away to Knoxville. Actually, I'm going to go to Knoxville and then go to Nashville after. But we're going to Knoxville to look at the school. But anyway, well, Knoxville. What school are you going down to there? University of Tennessee. Oh shit! Who's going there? Your daughter? She might transfer. Yeah, we're going to see. Why? You're going out. Um, you're going from the frying pan out of the end of the fire as far as Redneckville goes. Yeah, but I don't know. It's shit to do with her major. It's her major is like one of the schools. We're also looking at UNC Greensboro and UT Austin. Greensboro's. I mean, from Greensboro's awesome. She wouldn't be but forty five minutes away from me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it, she may stay where she is. We don't. I don't know yet. But we're gonna. We're probably gonna take a trip to Tennessee to look at UT and then check out Knoxville, then head to Nashville to check it out before we head back. But anyway, you and the reason I, I want to tell you the reason I was laughing. The reason I was laughing is because when we were talking about this Bad Bunny thing. You're all ticked off that TMZ caused it like the Redneck Show and the dirt. You know, you're fucking. You know, mud show wrestling and all this crap, and then you want to put it at it actually in these redneck fucking places. <laughs> so what do you want them to think? Well, I mean, Dallas, you're going to have a lot of people being able to travel. All the Brits will come back and sing their nursery rhymes. And I mean, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're assuming that you know people from Europe will be able to fly by then. Yeah, it can happen. I, I mean, don't you, you never know. Onto this Matt Riddle thing. My friend, yes. my, my friend Michael Melton, who works in the business as a referee here down south. Shout out to you, Michael. He goes, this is the greatest tweet ever. I'm pretty sure he was stoned when he figured this out. And it's Matt Riddle sitting in like a golf cart or sitting somewhere. He's got like a coffee cup, a paper coffee cup in one hand and a gallon of milk in the other. And he's got that stupid bro smile on his face. And it says, WrestleMania is insane. I took a gallon of milk from catering, no questions asked. <laughs> I mean, what is he, Kenny Omega? Like, what the he's fuck is it with the milk with these guys? He's barking out over the fact that he just took a gallon of milk from catering. Yeah, see, this, this is what I mean. This is what the this is what the Undertaker was talking about with Rogan, right? I mean, <laughs> this dorky fucking shit. I'll share it. Ke- I, oh, I got another trivia question for you. What's that? What do Matt Riddle and Damon Priest have in common? Oh God! It's probably got to do something with the Ring of Honor. Oh wait, that 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 tweet that he posted was from 2019, so that was two years ago. Oh okay, two fucking years ago, and he's marking out over the milk. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do him and Damian Priest have in common? They both train at the Monster Factory. Wow, you know, um, I did an interview with uh, Jim Fix, who does a Howard Stern based podcast. Mm-hmm. Reverend Bob Levy. Bob Levy actually trained for a little while at the Monster Factory and wrestled for a while. Oh no shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think they tied in some of the ROH dojo shit with the Monster Factory too. Well, they they don't recently. Have, recently. Well, I wouldn't be surprised because they I don't think they're working with OBW anymore. And when Sinclair took them over, they lost their training school in Bristol because they moved 
headquarters to Baltimore. So, because mm-hmm. Delirious Monster Factory where, is where South Jersey, Paulsboro, New Jersey, I think. Okay, wherever the fuck that is. Southern New Jersey. That ain't dirty Jersey. That ain't where all them Italians are. I um there's a guy on YouTube. There's a guy on YouTube who uh who lives in Jersey. And the house that he lives in, you'd swear he lives down the road from me. New Jersey can be some fucking country shit. Oh I've yeah, seen. when you get this when you're getting over Delaware. Delaware what the fuck is in Delaware other than Joe Biden. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on the video game. Um, my son all day long was showing me people doing about the video game. Which, look, the the uh, WWE they, game? They skipped the video game last year. Okay, so WWE 2K20 actually came out in 2019. Okay, had all those glitches and everything with it. It was a horrible fucking game. I didn't even. Yeah, buy- I didn't play. I didn't play that one. I, I didn't hear good things either. So everybody. You know, 2K didn't even, because, I'm guessing because of the pandemic and all the backlash they got, they did not do a video game last October. There was no 2K20 or 2K21. Uh, well, I mean, you, everybody had to stay home and mask up, so you can't yeah. make video games in a pandemic. Bullshit. You can work from home. <laughs> Being an asshole, obviously. Bullshit. You can work on them video games down here. In Bullshit. We can make video games around here. <laughs> We can also steal a gallon of milk from catering. God bless America. Anyway. <laughs> um, he's probably drinking that fucking soy milk, the bastard. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> avocado toast. Bro, I got avocado toast and oh. He anyway. was kind of a dork when he was in UFC, too. Dude, he's always, I've always hated him. In a way, fucking hates him. He's a good worker, but I've hate, I hate the character. Um... I, I I think there's something there's something to do with pro athletes and being able to adapt to pro wrestling. Where first of all, they have a strength that a lot of normal people don't have, and then they have like the athleticism and you know the aptitude to learn. So I think if you're a pro athlete, like look at Ronda Rousey. I mean, even when she was green, she was just able to pick women up very easily where you would think somebody that was as green as her wouldn't be able to. So Kurt Angle. I, I think that's what. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's why they they tend to look in that direction, especially if you have a combat sports background like judo MMA. Right. right. They teach you the fundamentals of wrestling, amateur wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I hope the video game's good this year. I felt, you know. Rey Mysterio looks like he's going to be on the cover this year because he was the focus of the commercial that they the little teaser trailer. Why would he be on the cover? <sighs> For regenerating an eye and breaking medical research. He's gonna he's gonna bring <laughs> he's gonna bring in he, the particulars. Why why don't they put him and like his you know non muscular son on there? <laughs> We're gonna put Bad Bunny on the cover. <laughs> Bad Bunny, pal. Yeah. He's gonna be an unlockable character. Dude. Keep like, talking shit. Bad Bunny is going to be fucking main event WrestleMania next year. Oh, God. That's stepping a little bit over the and, line. And he's still not going to be able to speak English, and, and you're going to be pissed. Okay, here's the thing. If bad, Are y'all rednecks? 
if Bad Bunny is going to bring in over 3 million people back to the fucking product, and yes, I know they were drawing <laughs> 8 million people, I'd settle for 3 million people at this point. If the, he's going to bring if in... That's, we, come people, on, we know that's happening. If he's going to bring in 3 million people, half of who are going to be Puerto Rican, Latinos, the other half are going to be people who listen to the rap stations, who are young, you young whippersnappers. Um... Okay, yeah. Make him the fucking champion and push him to the moon, you know? While we're talking about all this pop culture shit, um, there was a couple big deaths this week. And, oh, uh, man. DMX hit me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you you were listening to DMX down there? Uh, yeah, man. X you know what's crazy? Like, I, I was thinking about it. I was I was FaceTiming with my daughter today and telling her, like, those, you know, high school years, DMX was like... You know, the fucking the man, dude. You know what I mean? He's a fucking man. Okay, I'm gonna throw out some names. You're gonna probably you had DMX. You had when I was a kid. You had Ja Rule. Yep, Ja Rule. Luda. Yep. Oh man, back when fucking TRL was still. You remember? Thing. Remember the whole? You had the whole Rough Rider squad. Uh, yeah. Uh, DMX, the Locks, Eve, Dragon. Then you had the Wu Tang Clan. Yep. I actually, I actually went to a concert. Which was Rough Riders and Cash Money co concert. So you had all the Rough Riders, and then you had like um, Cash Money was like from Louisiana. That was Juvenile and Little Wayne when he was like fucking 17, and Birdman, his dad, and you know, all those, all the, I can't even remember all their names right now. I went to that concert, that was pretty sick. But you also had, um, I mean, this is obviously an old guy, he was 99. Uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, Edinburgh. The Prince of the Prince of. I know, know they're the UK a lot of shit right passed now. away. I know they're catching a lot of shit right now because that Megan idiot. Marco. Oh, fuck her. Exactly. Fuck her. Pierce Morgan is the shit. I don't care what anybody says. I'm I'm not his biggest fan, but I'm on his I'm side in either. this one. I'm not either, but what he yeah, said. He had. There, he should not be getting fired for what no. anything he did. He did nothing wrong. He did walk off the set, so that's kind of job abandonment. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's that's not what happened. He met I I watched I he did an hour interview with Tucker Carlson, and he met with the um you know the the heads of the network, and they said if you go on air if you go on air and apologize you can keep your job, and he was like double barrel fuck you I'm not apologizing so kudos You're to him. Uh, after apparently after WrestleMania night one went off the air, Montez Ford, who is Bia Belair's husband, hit the ring, carried her around on his shoulders. He exited the ring, leaving Bianca to drop to her knees and hold her hands up as she looked at the sky and said, "Thank you." Belair thought thanked her parents. She was shaking and crying. It was a real meaningful moment, as you'd never see anywhere. Belair stood atop the barricade, holding up the title before heading back up into the back. Um, so there she is crying. They're not going to show that on TV though. I mean, I, it, yeah, to me, once her husband comes out and shit, like now you transition back into like reality. So I'm not, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to kill her for that. Uh, apparently night one did sell out. There were tickets still available this afternoon, but they did sell out. So good well, for sell out for the amount they're willing 20, to sell. Um, yeah. did you notice that they were still piping in crowd noise? Were they really? Yeah, you could tell. I, uh, I didn't think they were. I, I could tell. At least that's what it sounded like to me. 
You're telling me 25,000 people in an open outdoor place where sound just goes up? Unless they had them suckers mic'd very good. You know? Um, I mean, what, what, what specifically did you think was piped in? I just thought, like, in between matches, you could hear, like, just general crowd noise. I'm glad. Oh, maybe. You know? I thought you meant maybe, like, chance or something, like, no, during a match. Nothing that bad, no. Yeah. Um, so, did you watch the Hall of Fame thing? I watched the 2020 Hall of Fame. Did they I, do both? They did both, but I, I went to uh, bed. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, that was, that was good. So, I had two questions. A, like, piping and crowd noise and like telling the bell is like one more match one more match and then it's like you deserve it i'm like all right you're piping this in nobody's really chanting this if there's anybody if there's anybody that i do not want one match more more match from it's the bells. right and then when tyson you know when when um and that um when titus got his award you deserve it like you're piping that in like i honestly they're supposed to react like it's actual chance it's like right it's so fake yeah, it, it does. And here's the thing. Like, it's it's not exactly what the Warrior talked about with the Warrior Award, but Titus deserves recognition for what he does. So I'm okay with it. I'm not complaining about him winning the world. That's not what I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up the you deserve it chant that's piped in. Oh. It, it, just, it just doesn't fit. But my question was, so they did, they did 2020, and then so I'm guessing they're going to, like, represent 2021 tomorrow. Yeah. Why is why was Bischoff not with the NWO crew though? He wasn't with it because he's not a part of that class. I know, but when you're doing NWO, shouldn't B- Bischoff be with them? I think Bischoff would have been the one to induct them. I mean, but he, wasn't he? Yeah, I feel yeah. like he's a founder of NWO though. That's that. I mean, I. But what I'm saying is, he didn't. I don't think he needed to walk out there with him because he wasn't being inducted in the hall. You know. No, but the NWO was, and he's part of the NWO. Well, so was 50 other guys on the goddamn road. I know, but 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 a lot of them you wouldn't classify with Bischoff though. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Bischoff should have went in, but he went in this year on his own. No, no, I get, I get that he went on, went in on his own. But okay, let's just, let's just assume that that take twenty twenty one out of it. This is rewind last year, no pandemic twenty twenty. They're bringing in the NWO. Shouldn't Bischoff be with them? Again, I don't think he should be out there during their acceptance speech. I think Bischoff's the so one. So you're not putting him a part of it? No, I think Bischoff. So you think X X Pac should be out there before Bischoff? I'm asking. I'm not asking. I'm not. I don't. I. I'm, Here's the reason why. Because yes, he was a member, but he was gone. Like he came back to WWE the night after WrestleMania 14, so 1998. I think he joined the NWO in like 19 late 96. He was only there for like one year. You know, there's people in that damn faction that really meant something. You're talking like, about X. Yeah. So that, but that's my point. When he. Bischoff should be there before X-Pac. Exactly, yes, yes. But X-Pac's there because he's Hunter's boy. Yep. yep. And here's the other, here's my other question. I was thinking about this. Nash and Hall are in, and Hogan, wait, no, Hogan was in, Hogan's in twice, right? Himself and then NWO. But Nash and Hall are in themselves, right? Yep. And then they're in with the click. Yep. And then they're in with NWO. Are they in with Click? 
They did didn't they, they? They did that whole thing with the click like a couple did, years ago. They did the deal with DX. They inducted DX. The click I'm almost positive they did the click. Or did they just come out? Oh, you know what? Maybe did the click just came out when Na- did they come out when Nash got inducted? Yeah. All right. So they but the click wasn't inducted that day. Because that's the year that they the Sting versus Hunter match, I think. And they they did the DX versus NWO bit. But they did something with the click at a Hall of Fame though. Let me look it up. They have 17 group um, inductees, so. Let's see. They did DX, which he was not part of. Uh, um, DX, yeah, no. That was in 2019. They did... Let's see. Freebirds. Golly, we're going back a ways here, ain't we? I think they're only in there. I don't even. Oh, it says um, the click came out when Michaels was. Yeah. When Michaels was inducted, the click came out. So the click hasn't been inducted as a group yet. I don't think it should be either because it wasn't an official group. You didn't have, you know, you didn't have stable matches or. or, Until Hunter wants another induction. (laughs) (laughs) When is Hunter going in by himself? Hmm. It's crazy that he's not in already. Yeah. Vince will go in after he passes away. I mean, I think they should do Vince soon and just because I think you need a speech. Did you watch the 2021 deal? Did Ozzy appear in person or is it a video? I didn't watch any of it. Okay. Honestly, dude, those those Hall of Fame things bore me to tears. Here's what I here's what's crazy about the Hall of Fame. Meltzer trashes that shit so much and says it's not legitimate. But yet we're supposed to fucking think that his Hall of Fame is legitimate when a majority of his fucking readers, hell, I'll say all of his readers, kiss his ass. They're subscribing. Obviously, you subscribe to that newsletter because you think Meltzer's right in his opinions. You don't subscribe mm-hmm. to that shit for news. You can go anywhere on the internet and get wrestling news. It's all common knowledge. But you you read that newsletter because you want to read his opinions and you obviously agree with it. So naturally, when he blows smoke up AEW's ass, that's how Tony Khan wins, quote-unquote, Booker of the Year. That's not legitimate. Right. Well, I mean, and if you look at AEW won a million awards and they shit on WWE the whole time. And and White House brought up a great point during when we were talking about that. They they gave the Fiend and Strowman match, the uh cinematic, the worst match of the year award. But he said Meltzer doesn't rate 
cinematic matches. So how do you rate how so you don't rate cinematic matches, but you'll give that the worst match of the year world? That's hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And he's right about that. Oh yeah. Paul Bosch actually went in as a legacy thing. That's good. Yeah, Van- I mean I Oh my god, dude. Go back and watch Van Damme's speech. He's getting old and he's gotten fat. Well, it's because he's like fucking you know, drinking and smashing strippers and shit. Yeah. His wife, when when his fucking wife, or when he left her, she had fucking cancer. My God. Um, he's just like, ah, oh, born free. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, about the video game, though, I hope it's good this year. People have been wanting a general manager mode, which is like where you get to be the booker and you compete to see which show is the best. People have been wanting that one. That makes sense. It's good. I mean... Oh, so they they did it? I I don't know if they did it or not. They did it in past games and it's been like absent for like five years because the video games, ever ever since they went to 2K, these games, especially the last like three or four years, these games have been shit. It's the same stuff. Yes, there's mm-hmm. a different roster. I'm getting like their their big deal was the WrestleMania showcase mode, where you play as like one year they did Austin, and you got to play as Austin, and you got to recreate all these moments from WrestleMania 14 when he won the title. It's like I don't want to recreate history. <laughs> right. An original storyline, you know. Yeah, like why wouldn't they do something where you're like? I think because WWE has final say. So and WWE doesn't want them creating their shit. Why don't they do something where you could like? Do they do something where you can like create a a wrestler and oh, yeah. bring them through NXT and like? Yeah. Oh yeah, career. So, so why don't they do? But well, why don't they do something where like you're the booker and you 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 know you have to do the drafts when they you know they do the drafts between Raw and SmackDown. You know you're like the general manager of one of the shows and you're trying to compete with the other show or something. They did that in the beginning, but. They did away with it because they wanted to have stupid shit like let's recreate Shawn Michaels' path to the throne and let's recreate Austin versus Rock and let's create recreate this. I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to recreate. If I want to watch, if I want to relive that shit, I'll go and turn on the WWE Network. You know? Give me an original story. I remember like one WrestleMania game, you, you picked a wrestler. And one of the storylines with Ian with, was with like Edge and Christian. This is like going way back. And one of the things that you had to do for Edge and Christian, I think you were trying to get like a time machine to work. And you had to go find a flux capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid shit. What like, the fuck? Here's the problem. There, I think WWE does not want them to do that because they're afraid that the storylines are probably going to be better than the shit WWE does. <laughs> you know, they, they should probably do like you start as an indie guy and like deal with like shitty indie promoters who don't want to pay you and shit. You know what I mean? Like because one of one of the years for the boxing for um, Fight Night Champions, they they did like you know you could you could fight as all the old school boxers and you know you know, uh, create your own guy and try to like, you know, unlock fighters and everything else. 
but they also did like a gameplay mode where you were like this up and coming amateur fighter and you're trying to stay with your trainer, but then you have like the ruthless promoter who's trying to sign you. And then when you don't, when you don't sign with him, he sets you up and gets you sent to jail and you fight through jail. And then you come back and fight your way. And then you have to fight like through all his guys to get to his best guy. You know what I mean? Like it's like this fucking crazy corrupt boxing shit. That's true. Why don't they do that with wrestling? It would be fun. EA did. EA started to do that with their fucking football games. It's like you play this guy; he's an up and coming. You play high school, he's, college. He, he threw four touchdown passes in the high school, you know, state championship, and then he raped some girl and goes to jail. <laughs> My God, <laughs> it's way too accurate. <laughs> oh shit! I think we got to wrap up here. Yeah, the fucking. Late. I guess we got. It, we got to do a whole another show tomorrow. Yeah, I'm actually having to move my computer setup into another part of the house because right now I'm off the road. And yeah, yeah. Um, so right now I'm kind of like in between jobs. I have I had an interview for a work-from-home job, so I'm going to start working from home again until I can go back out on the road. Um, but because my wife is going to have to work on Monday, I'm going to have to move the entire fucking rig into the damn living room so I could do the show with you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, shit. Because, like, the other night when we streamed early and went to, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, she just came bursting through the door with the evil eye, like, wrap it the fuck up. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, where you're like, I gotta go. <laughs> yep. So I was like, cut off. bye, click. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing because you were like, yeah, I'm out, guys. I was like, he's never cut off that quickly. <laughs> uh, because right now my computer is in my bedroom. So, oh, okay, okay, I got you. I'm not downstairs in the office. Mine's in my kitchen, so. Well, like, see, Mine used to be downstairs in the basement, um, and my knees just can't take walking up and downstairs anymore. So, see, I was I was thinking I had mine in the basement too, and I was thinking about putting it back. Now I got this new mic because the old mic, I had this insane echo when I was in the basement, and I could not get rid of it. So <laughs> I moved it upstairs. Yeah, it was bad, but now that I have this new mic, I think it'll work all right. Damn. So I don't know. I may move it down, but I also I have an empty bedroom upstairs. I may put it up there. You had that blue, white ball microphone, right? Yeah, I don't have that anymore. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember you were asking me. He goes, "I went to Best Buy. I got this thing called a blue. Is it a good?" <laughs> Dude, that was like you know because before that I had like I was using like a fucking headset or I was using like my Beats headphones with the wire with the little Mikey thing in it. <laughs> No, I got a, uh, I got a, now I got a sure, I got a sure, Mike. Let's, uh, we got to wrap it up because remember that year that we went to 5 a.m.? It's getting on to 5 a.m. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, we got to wrap up. We got clock already. Uh, so this is, uh, once again, Cool Truth Podcast for Bu- Productions co-promotion with Pillar to Post, my buddy Joe White, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, uh, Pillar to Post YouTube channel, and we'll be back with the whole gang tomorrow for night two of WrestleMania, a lot of fun. It was fun rapping with you guys for, I don't know, three and a half hours. Dude, when we talk, it just like the time flies. Yes, it does. But, uh, but uh, have a good night, everybody. Joe, love you, brother. And yep. uh, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Yep, yep. And we're going to, we'll end with a little send off to uh, DMX. And that'll be, you'll be able to hear it on a retro, but you can't hear it on YouTube because YouTube sucks. YouTube good night, like- everybody. <laughs> Nighty night. You done? Uh. Uh.
you cowards, then it's gonna be quick. I oh you made up in the jail before. Suck my dick, and all the motherfuckers you run with get done with. Done quick. How the fuck you going broke the dog or some bum shit? I they go to gun click. Now I'm one one shit all over some dumb shit. Ain't that some shit? They niggas remind me of a strip club. Cause every time you come around, it's like what? I just gotta get my dick sucked. And I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to, but I'm not him. I explain to watch what you do, or you will find yourself very next to someone else. And we all thought you loved yourself, but that couldn't have been the issue. Or maybe they just saying that now 'cause they miss you. Shit, a nigga tried to diss you. That's why you laying on your back, looking at the roof of the church. Preacher telling the truth and it hurts. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. Off the chain, I leave niggas soft for the brain. This nigga still want the fame, off the name. First of all, you ain't rap long enough to be fucking with me. You. So whatever it is you puffing on, I got you thinking that you Superman. I got the kryptonite, and I smack him with my dick in the mic. Y'all niggas characters, not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? It's out of all the factors. You whack, you twisted, your girl's a hoe. You broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your own man say you stupid. You be like, so I love my baby mother. I never let her go. I'm tired of weak ass niggas whining over pussy that don't belong to them. Fuck is wrong with them? They fuck it up for real niggas like my man's in them who get it all from the strip for the hands with them. Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. I bring down rain so heavy it hurts the head. No more talkers. Put 'em in the dirt instead. You keep walking, unless you're tryna end up red. 'Cause if I end up dead, I end up dead. 'Cause you're a soft type nigga, fake up north type nigga, push like a soft white nigga. Dog is a dog, blood thicker than water. We done been through the mud and we quicker to slaughter. The bigger the order, the more guns we run out. When the finish, everybody come out. When the body burn out, send in the sun out. I'ma keep the gun out. Nigga running his mouth, I'ma blow his lung out. Listen, your ass is about to be missing. You know who gon' find you? Some old man fishing. Grandma wishing your soul's at rest, but it's hard to digest with the size of the hole in your chest. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. One, two, meet me outside. Meet me outside. Meet me outside. Now. Uh, 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 uh.